we're not going that long. Bob is exhausted today. And I got to run. But, hey, my... On, on, on positive news, my toiling my toilet sitting pain level is down to a one Hmm. once you stop the um porn career things really improved huh (laughs) thumbs up thumbs up welcome ladies and gentlemen to subtle interference i'm your host bob i'm your other host alex and i would just like to say anytime you tell us anything you're going to be doing you don't have to include the running part Everybody knows. <laughs> Joining us today, special guest, Erica. I think it's just assumed at this point that it will have something to do with running. Also, you could spruce up the intro for your wife. You know, like, why do I have to do this? Arguably the greatest podcaster to ever live. Stop it. Light of Bob's life. The woman in charge. Head of the table. The head of the table. Though not, not right, really not right, right now. now, but metaphorically. <laughs> metaphorically. Erica. Yes. That's yes. me. Yo. Bob, mm. if we were to ever do a live show, what music would you walk out to? Oh. It's gonna be it's gonna be bad. Hmm. <laughs> what would I walk out to? It's a hard question, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's a, we could, it's a we very could hard come question. back to it. Think about I'm going to have to think about it for because that's a tough question. Give it a thinking because think. you only get one shot, right? Right. So, but so like my inclination is to either go super goofy or incredibly epic. Why not to be both? I said you'd do the One Punch Man theme from the first season. Ooh, that's a good. That's a good option. Yeah. I decided on the uh, Pacific Rim main theme. That doesn't surprise me at all. It shouldn't. It's a great fucking song. Alex, how about you? What are you What are you going out to? Alex is still having a thinky thing. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know. It's hard to say. Like, how do you encapsulate my wonder into music? It's difficult. It is difficult. It's a hard question. It's a, it's, it's it's truly truly difficult. Hey. Let's have some fun and get this podcast off on the right note. Uh, here We're we go. already. Do we actually believe there's going to be some sort of felony charges against Trump? Because it's hard to have hope, Erica. It is hard to hope. In, in the cold light of 2022, it's hard to hope. Does the cold light of 2022 remind you of the cold light of 2021 or yes. the cold light of 2020 yes. or yes. maybe the cold light of 2019? The plague. Well, 2019, I mean, we didn't have the plague. <laughs> so we've got a couple plagues going right now, though. So, uh, yeah. I mean, they seem to be serious about it. Anytime the feds start getting involved, you're like, okay, you'd have to think there's really something now. They're not moving Unless there's something actionable. We've had this discussion a few times over the course mm. of our, our week. Um, our schedule's a little fucked up because uh, we were out of town for a bit. but uh, And we talked about this at length. Um, yeah, if the feds are getting involved, it's 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 something. If, if there's charges pressed, I think at that point you could actually start to have real hope that they got them. 
Because you wouldn't, you would think the Department of, Department of Justice is not going to press charges unless they got you. Well, and I think especially with this, you're not only like just general whatever, but then you're dealing with the level of crazy and these followers of his. Well, I did enjoy the guy who decided to attack the FBI building in Cincinnati, I think. Oh, buddy. Where he went there with some sort of rifle and a nail gun. And I believe the reason he brought the nail gun. I don't know this for sure. But the the speculation seems to be the reason he bought brought the nail gun is because he knew there was going to be bulletproof glass. But maybe that glass isn't nail proof. So, so a real uh, Mensa scholar there. And um, that strategy, it turns out, did not work. Didn't work out so well. Uh, dead now, I believe, right? <laughs> yes. yes. That, that was, Super dead. That was pretty much suicide by cop. Super dead. Super dead. Yeah, I think it, it's, you know, the speculation that the Washington Post Post or reported on is that they had a source that said he had classified information about um, something nuclear. Sure. Right. So it it in my mind, if that's true, uh, then you know their hand was forced that they that you know they couldn't make the decision to say you know what, yeah he he's clearly guilty, but it's not worth the damage it would do to the nation to go after it. But if he had nuclear documents and they need, they were like, they're genuinely worried. He's like selling them to the Saudis or something, which is uh, something I've read, but or, I don't know. Or they're just true. hanging out on a table somewhere and anyone who walks by could go Can look go at see them. them. You mean Mar-a-Lago doesn't have good security. It has a SIF. You know, Kid Rock has seen those nuclear codes, right? Well, the, like there's no doubt me, in my you mind. You sent me that interview where he's talking about how like, oh, he was just showing me some map of like South Korea or what was it, North Korea or something, and uh, you know, trying to ask me my opinion on what he should do. It's like, Kid Rock. That's Kid the Rock. guy. I, ba with the ba. That's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I. I mean, I think it's just such. Who a, else was in that meeting? Dana White, Vince McMahon. Well, Vince McMahon has definitely seen the nuclear codes. And he had opinions. Could, who would be the better president if we gave him the opportunity? Because we've already seen like four years of Trump. Would Vince McMahon be better or worse? I want to say better. Is that insane? It's so he at least, hard to he, say. He has experience running something successful <laughs> and making money. Yes, yes, wildly successful despite all his best right. efforts. Despite all of the best efforts, he makes money. Isn't it funny how Trump, made money? I guess Trump is just perpetually failing at everything he ever does in his life, but he keeps failing up. Yep. Whereas Vince McMahon is wildly successful as a businessman. Mm-hmm. Despite how fucking terrible his business is. <laughs> it's just one of those things. White guys. <laughs> White dudes. <laughs> Failing upward, man. I don't know where this all goes. Uh, it has me very worried. Um, what the, would happen if they actually were to press charges? Yeah. Or I, then convict him? 
right. You know what 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 what's gonna happen? And something I, will definitely happen. I'm still of the mind that you kind of have to do it, though. And that's just me. Well, that's kind of... Well, actions should have consequences. Actions, that's exactly. Actions should have consequences. Uh, and, you know, I was reading um, something, you know, today, or not today, but yesterday, someone, uh, there, there was an opinion piece about how, like, you know, basically the pardon of Nixon is what paved the way for this. And I certainly don't see Biden pardoning um, Donald Trump. No way. Not like super genius Gerald Ford. But, you know, it's like it, it's it's frustrating because there's no, it's a no win situation. It really is because his his diehard supporters will just make up what you know make up anything to justify that this is just a political hit job um oh and honestly isn't it kind of well but i'm kind of okay with that i think it should be said that the the only reason people found out about this was because trump talked about it and he released that press release yep the fbi actually went in there and tried to be quiet they were That's undercover. That's true. They didn't make a big stink. They just wanted what was in that safe. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a good chance they go, they get that stuff, and we never hear about, we never it, hear until, about it until whenever they decide to press charges. If if that happens, right? But now you force her, and I think that, and then I, honestly, that's why he did it. And it's probably, I think there's a there's a decent chance that's why he took the files in the first place was to force this kind of situation because now... Or he had people telling him to do that. I don't give him the... Well, I... That doesn't matter. That I 100% agree with. That doesn't matter, but he's an idiot, so... But... You know, I I can definitely see his advisors You've got Steve Bannon there, who's an agent of chaos. um, That... Not in the fun way. Who's that other guy who's just evil as all hell? Roger Stone? No, no, not him. I know you're thinking of the guy who looks like he's fifty, but he's actually thirty. Oh, Chris Miller. No. Yeah. Wait. No. Keep talking. He but looks like Mr. Burns. He does. Yeah, I didn't think his name was Chris Miller, but um. Anyways, you've got some people who are genuinely oh. Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller. Miller. There it. it is. Who are? I knew who you're talking about. Sorry, Chris is very smart. And just incredibly evil. Yeah. Um, as far as I'm concerned. And, uh, you know, I could see them saying, you know, the the way we win is to actually cause upheaval. And if we take these documents, we force them to come get them. We use this to start the uproar. And you just delegitimize everything. So... I don't. That's a little tinfoil hatty, but I don't think that's that far. I don't. I don't think anything in the realm of politics anymore can be considered tinfoil hatty. No. Donald Trump was president for four years. Well, and to your point, I mean, when I think of someone, he's not like an advisor to Trump. I mean, not officially anyway. But when you think about someone like a Ben Shapiro, this is someone who's highly intelligent. Now he I likes don't to think he is. 
no, he is. I don't agree. I don't agree with what he thinks. And he's at, if we're looking at it at the most positive way possible, he has a warped worldview. My, you know, conjecture would be more like heading towards pure evil, (laughs) but you know, he's no dummy. He's very smart and they know what they're doing. Yeah. The problem is Trump for some reason has just that that like this magnetic personality to certain people. He has charisma. He does. I and hate the fucker, but he has charisma. No, he has charisma. He has a way of talking that can be funny. Um, and just the whole fuck you, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want yeah. anyway. Which appeals to so many people. It appeals yes. to people who feel like they've been left behind. Yeah. Hey, yes. I wish I could be that way. We do also, because I just remembered it, because we haven't talked in a while, have to talk about Alex Jones's idiot lawyers. Because that, <laughs> that was, was the funniest fucking thing, Alex. So we'll, just... we'll, we'll put that in the, in okay, the car yeah, park. Okay, let's try to remember. But we have to talk about that, because oh my god. No, yeah, you, you would think, you would like to think, if the FBI is going to press charges, at that point, you're probably done. Because, Especially their, in because this situation. their conviction rate is so high. I think right. the only thing you have to worry about is how in God's fucking name do you get anything approaching an impartial jury? Well, that's what that's what I asked you the other day. Who are his peers? Who who do you actually get to sit on that jury? Former presidents? Like <laughs> we did have a big conversation that, about that. He, and the very idea of Barack Obama sitting there like, surprise, motherfucker, I'm back. <laughs> It, it just it's it's genuine like there's all there's so many questions about how you would actually do this and there's not a lot there's no good answers because nobody like it, it's you would have to literally of, go pull people out of a cave in africa or something who have never seen a tv yeah, or touched a phone in their you, lives it, it would it's it would be the most impossible trial Ever. He would end up cutting a plea because that's what he always does. And honestly, the only, I don't even care. I don't want to. I don't even care if he sees jail time. I don't want him to be able to run for office again. That's my only concern. Yeah, but is he going to cut a plea where he admits guilt? Because that seems unlikely. It, it, maybe to avoid jail time. Maybe if maybe. he feels like they got him. If his lawyers tell him they got you, it's over. Well, funny thing about his lawyers. So um, can we get the Alex Jones lawyers? We'll segue after we'll, this. We'll segue. We'll segue. So um, right now, Trump can't get any experienced federal lawyers to work for him. It turns out that if you have a long-standing reputation for stiffing your contractors, yeah, they don't really want to work for you. Lawyers don't work for free. Yeah, and this is this this is the intro, this is just what's so. Like there's the the article I read in the Washington Post was like going through like, well, you know, there's the whole like, you know, normally like lawyers are jumping over each other to take a case like this. It doesn't matter that he's the most evil fuck, you know, the, the, the profile. There's the fuck you pay me of it all though. Exactly. They still want to get paid. And there's a long standing documentation of him stiffing people. Yep. For as long as he's been in business, I'm going to work for him. I'm not doing anything. I think for there's you. probably also the factor. I think you're right that that's probably the number one factor. But right close behind it would be 
someone comes in, whatever lawyer, because you're thinking what you're thinking right now is high end lawyer, right? Yeah. You're thinking super expensive, amazing lawyer. They're going to come in and if the FBI has them and they start looking at case files and they're going to be like, well, I don't know that I really want to take a case that's this high profile where I'm virtually guaranteed to lose. That might be part of it. Um, you know, the other thing is, why do why do lawyers take cases like this? It's to bolster their profile so that they can get big, expensive clients in the future. Well, well, and it could be, oh, I helped this the MAGA president. I tried to help him. You other MAGA idiots are going to need lawyers. Well, but that's the thing. You're not getting the super high-priced lawyer right now. The guy who's got a lot of experience because he doesn't he doesn't need to take a pro bono case to get the profile. He's got it. He wants to get paid. Right. That's all he cares about at this point. There's the only people who are going to represent Trump right now are going to be people who have an opportunity to get a profile. Idiots who are going to accidentally email the last two years of his uh, text records to the opposite side. Yes. And then and, not and respond that, to the message and being like, hey, but, hey, bro. <laughs> and then when informed of it, not do anything to protect those files. That's the funniest part. The other lawyer being like, hey. like Oh, that clip, that like 20 minute clip of the lawyer just being like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> it was so tasty. I like the clips of the judge. Oh, that whole everything. Oh, okay. Do you recognize these conversations? Uh, Well, no. I mean, anyone, you know, could have had access to my phone. Well, actually. (laughs) Funny enough, but. I'm not a technology person. And then the whole time he's hacking and coughing because he's like apparently on death's door. He's dursting. That's all that is. He would like you to believe. Yeah. Coming in on the wheelchair with the blanket over the legs. <coughs> I'm just, it still sucks so much that it had to get to such a high level of lunacy because I enjoy the Alex Jones grift. It's fucking funny. Sure. But the problem is there's so many stupid people. There's a crazy amount well, of Well, you facilitated people. the harassment of that well that's a whole nother level. Of parents the who San- lost yes, their yes, fucking yes. children. The Sandy Hook stuff, that's the level of lunacy where it's no longer cool, it's criminal. The what I'm talking about is the like lizard people have infested oh, our government. Oh no no no, that's legitimately hilarious. And the like there's a, you know, pedophile ring being operated out of a pizza's hut basement or something like that shit's fucking funny but that's not even funny either because you get the gunman showing up at this okay pizza place. Well, you're right that's crazy but, but that's what's that's but what I'm that's saying. the thing like i don't find any of it funny i don't find alex jones funny i don't find joe rogan funny i think they're cancers on society well rogan's not funny anymore anymore not anymore it just it well, just, hasn't been for like it's just like <laughs> I, I I I can't even like I I understand like your perspective and 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 like how Oh but they are both you a, a cancer on society who have but actively contributed like, to the deterioration I, of democracy. I can't I cannot enjoy anything from people who are are con men and just trying to destroy literally either actively trying to destroy the country or don't care if they do to make a buck. Sure. That's what it is. And it, it, it's just, I, I, I can't 
I just can't take it with these people anymore. You've there are so many people in this country who are reasonable human beings, but they're put on this knife's edge trying to decide between the lunatic right and the lunatic left. And we fall on the left side, so we tend to agree with these people more and we vote for them. If I may, just but out the, of curiosity, who who is the 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 figure like the Alex Jones of the lunatic left in your mind? Oh. And I'm not saying this like I'm just curious cuz I don't I can't think of one. That's I always yeah. say that. And we've I, talked I about this before. I can't yeah. think Yeah, I know we have talked about this before. There is no Alex Jones nope. or Ben Shapiro or Jordan Peterson Someone or Joe Rogan on that level. of yeah. the left. No, there really isn't. I mean, the people who people, you know, I think people on the right would point to people who I think are relatively reasonable they would point at like um anderson cooper or rachel is, maddow those are moderates which is exactly laughable. Right. right you know and so that's that's kind of but you're politically you're for, you're forced to choose one of these two you you can't take there's no middle of the road option it's really take the middle of the road up op- and when there is a middle of the road option it's painted as radical left by the right right that's and, what happens. Is the, right, the right has moved so far right that now people will come along and say, oh, you're um, who was the guy who got fired by CNN? Um, his brother was the governor in New York. Oh, I know you're talking Cuomo. about Chris yeah, Cuomo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris right? Cuomo. People will come along and say like, oh, Chris Cuomo's far left. It's like Chris Cuomo is a fucking moderate. Do you listen to anything so is, out of his face? Like, what are you talking about? So are most people so, at working at like a CNN. They're mostly moderates. Like, like, whenever yes, anyone is like, yes, oh, the radical Joe Biden yes, leftist left, agenda. Well, that's the same thing. When it's people like, oh, say like Joe Biden is liberal. It's like, what are you like, fucking dude, come talking on. He's about? He's a right leaning moderate. But I mean, if you think about, if you look at the left, you're looking at organizations like PETA. PETA is arguably a radical left organization. Um, and that's what people think of. No, I guess that's a fair point. I think they're monsters, but I mean. But that's the thing. See, this is this is what's so like immensely frustrating about it. And we've talked about this so many times. Is that like as somebody on the left, I'm I'm going to criticize the people I agree with. Oh, well, you, yeah. you should. No uh, one is infallible. That doesn't mean you have to follow them blindly. Right. But the people on the right? No, no, no. You're going to... No, you're all, you're all in. Well, We're this all is in. just the, the machine of evil that's been built over the course of the last, what, 40, 50, 60 years, which we've also discussed. Mm-hmm. They're just very good at what they do. Yeah. And one has to admire that, evil though it is. Yeah. Though I do think, and I hesitate to say I'm hopeful, I think with some of the stuff that has happened the abortion and all that and i have i'm not going to say hope because i'm not hopeful i have cautious i don't even want to say optimism give me a word what's less than optimism <laughs> um um cautiously tentatively not looking forward to a slightly less dark future maybe <laughs> Maybe that's it. In the darkness, there's the tiniest speck of the light. The pinprick of light a thousand miles away. Because you have pushed it to a point where it's just like, this is insane. Well, you know, a, 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 funny, a funny consequence of Roe getting overturned is that you've got 
a lot of ridiculous shit happening. Like today I was reading about, um, you know, a young woman in Louisiana. Oh yeah. Who has a 13 week fetus who doesn't have a skull. And she has to choose between bringing that fetus to term or dying or not dying or going to Florida to get the abortion. Is it still legal in Florida? It is actually. Really? Yeah. DeSantis for, hasn't. For now. I for was going to say that's shock. Oh well, we're we're going after the trans kids and the trans people first. Yeah, well, we got to get. We got to take care of that first. That's yeah. the real problem. So then we go after the abortion so, shit. But you see, a you, baby can live without a skull. You see this. You see this stuff going, and people. I think a lot of people are starting to realize. Wait a minute. This is stupid. Uh-huh. Well, in what state was it that put Kansas. abortion? Was it Kansas <laughs> that put abortion rights on the ballot? That was genuinely shocking. And the abortion rights were upheld like sixty forty or something. Overwhelmingly dominated in a state that Trump won by fifteen points in two years ago. It's 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 just very interesting because and there are other states that they don't want to put the abortion stuff on the ballot for this reason because they know they'll lose. It's, that was really the bellwether. Yeah, it's really it's just interesting because it's. The loss there oddly opened the door to fixing the problem. It, if the it, it's going to take a long time, it will. But y- but hopefully gonna, it gets fixed. You're gonna you'll just continue to get more. You're gonna of hear these more of these fringe cases, horrible that stories. Are terrible. I don't even know if they're that fringe, Bob. There's a lot of shit that happens in pregnancy. That you just never hear about. That you yeah. just, we like don't, it doesn't get pressed. No one talks about because it's like, or like miscarriages. Okay, like, I had like a miscarriage. This well, I'm going to go ta- and like. Yeah, this woman you're talking about in Louisiana, she just happened to like get press about it. Yeah. There's stuff that's happening that it probably happens every day in every state that we're never going to hear about. And people have such a, a limited, limited knowledge of what right. pregnancy actually is. Like, it it's astonishing because we don't teach it. And it's, mm-hmm. ew, it's yucky. We don't want to talk about it. It's gross. Periods are gross. We can't talk about that stuff. And it's just, no. And if you don't know about it, you shouldn't be legislating it. Because well, people another, are going to die. That's another one of those things, like how bad sex education is in like in like middle school or high school oh, or whatever. Oh, it's horrible. Where they'll sit there with like a diagram of like testicles on a PowerPoint and they'll be like, well, this is this tube and this is that tube. It's like, this doesn't fucking matter. Right. Like, sure, go over it. But talk about, don't spend like an hour on it. Talk about the things that actually matter. Like, what'll happen when you go around and start having sex with a bunch of people and neither of you are using contraceptives? Right. <laughs> you know? Or if you're not getting tested and you are like, because be, yeah. be, be promiscuous. I don't give a shit about that. Do your thing. But you should be... Well, you should live in the reality where whoever, a 15, a 16-year-old, is going to go do things. They're right. going to. They're going to. And you should be informing them of what's going to happen How or can the I, problems can do you can run into. in the way that you're going to be safest? Yeah. I, mean, I think in, gen- in general, this country really needs to find a way to have a an adult conversation about sex. Um in in a public health perspective sure um and and not in a shamey way yeah you know and 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 until we can figure that out it's always going to be tricky i mean 
look at what's going on with monkeypox right now. So right now, uh, at least in the United States, I don't know as much about the rest of the world. But uh, my understanding is from what's going on in the United States is almost or the vast majority of monkeypox cases are spreading through the gay community right now. And there's a there's problem of messaging of it seems like the CDC doesn't want to say certain things because either they just don't want to talk about it or they don't want to seem as like they don't want to paint it as a gay disease, which is fair. It's not a gay disease. Well, and you shouldn't because as soon and this has already happened. I don't know if violence happened because of it, but if you paint it as a gay disease and then, oh, these two kids ended up having monkeypox. Uh, we're talking about these crazy people. They mm-hmm. they can know. Oh, they got their tinfoil hats on. They're connecting those dots. And then there's right. violence. Yeah. So I think it's very dangerous. To, I understand, like, I've had this conversation, a very yelly conversation at the Arboretum with my parents about this. That it's, it's, I don't, and I haven't been paying as much attention lately because, again, we were out of town, but, um, I was trying to say. I think you need to be careful with the messaging. And I know everybody's, like, so tired of talking about, like, plague and sickness and vaccines mm-hmm. and being careful. But it's like, this is the reality now. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But I think yeah. you were going to say something else. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's tricky because it's it's not a gay disease. It is a disease that's particularly prevalent in, in that community. That community. Sure. Right. And so you 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 need to make sure you are targeting your messaging to that crowd without also you know demonizing them in the grander populace which is admittedly difficult to do. Oh it's a, it's a fine it's a fine line to walk. Yeah. And from what I've seen I do think that they are doing a good job messaging or getting people vaccinated with the limited resources that they have within those communities. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but the little that I've seen. It, that's interesting. I've What I've seen is that there really are no vaccines or there are very minimal vaccines available. I know it's taken people a long time to get it, yeah. And the public health message is really, you guys got to not have sex for a little bit. And that's not a popular message. No. Join the rest of us. <laughs> be absent. Not by choice. You'd be a, po- a poster. <laughs> Just this. <laughs> <laughs> so everything's garbage. What else is new? But, oh, hey, hold on. I want to talk about that. Is that. What are your thoughts on that as a public health message, though? Specifically catered to, or to the Don't have community? sex? Yeah. This I think is it's. How, this is how you avoid getting monkeypox. You could certainly put it out there. You could put it out there. Whether I don't or not people know are going to listen. Gonna, I think some people are going to be like, eh, you know, it's a risk I'm willing to take, whatever. Um, do I think it's realistic? No. I don't think it's realistic with any population. I think anytime you're trying to tell somebody what to do, especially in this country, even if it's for, we saw it with COVID, mm-hmm. even if it's for the greater good, people don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Sorry. So then if, now, monkeypox is different because it's not, 
nearly as fatal as COVID. It, you have the potential for some complications if it's not treated. Right. right is my it, understanding. It, it, it's my thought. It's what I'm, my understanding is too. So here's, here's the question. If somebody gets the message that this is how you avoid it and they don't follow those directions, are they responsible? Should they be, you know, held financially responsible for um, those actions? If you know, you'd have to prove and, it. And right? I think I think that's like one of those things that's on the books in Illinois. If you know you have a like a transmissible disease, mm-hmm. and you go and spread it around, I believe that's a felony in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, it's completely unenforceable. Um, It'd be difficult, you know, and it's 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 more of a matter of more of a philosophical question than anything else, because you know it's like if you, I think if you're actively doing philosophically, if yeah. you're doing something that you know is going to actively cause others harm, yeah. then yes, you are at fault. I in my a, mind, I have a philosophical question. If we wanted to lighten it up for a moment. <laughs> Well, hold on. I'm not done yet. Okay. I'm, I'm going to keep it dark, Alex. No, I, this isn't necessarily dark. Dark and heavy. No, but I'm fine with it. It's it's because the, the the question with monkeypox that I find very interesting is, you know, at the height of COVID, um, and obviously we're still going through COVID, but at the, at the like the peaks of it throughout these last couple of years, you know, the the problem with COVID was. You know, you had to, there are a lot of people in the country and the world who really didn't have a choice. They kind of had to put themselves in in harm's way, you know, whether it be essential workers or even people who just, they needed to go get groceries. They were out, you know, and so they had to go to the grocery store or they had to go to the doctor's office. Sure. You know, they had to expose themselves in some way, shape or form. Um, but were you masking up? Were you taking precautions? Well, sure. I mean, those are all... Did you do those things? Did you do what you could, right? Versus with monkeypox, if you get monkeypox after having had sex with someone, and you... I mean, that wasn't... You don't have to have sex. What if you're a sex addict? Oh, that's true. Well, it's not even just sex. It's just close physical contact. Close physical contact. Yeah, Skin to skin contact. Yes. So, I mean, that's not just sex. No. No, you get it. You know, like you Good old-fashioned dry humping. I mean... But it, it's, it's, I just think it's an interesting question because it, it's like how... Cause not that I, in my perspective is not that, oh, well, anyone who gets monkeypox from having sex, well, fuck them. Not at all, but I think a lot of people will go down that path. And I think those are the kind of thought exercises that people on, in the public health sphere, I'm not going to say on the left or right, in the public health sphere, need to be having so that you can counter those arguments. Oh, sure. Yeah, I think definitely. Because, or and just these are the these are the signs of it. Yeah. If you know you see some, I mean, if <laughs> if you see somebody coming at you with you know sores and shits in any way, shape, or form, 
maybe let's have a, a, a thought about the right the 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 fun sexy times. Well, you know, because I think it is an interesting question because one of the arguments I saw is that well, this is an unreasonable thing to say that you know that this is that this is the solution. This is unacceptable. We must have vaccines. Well, yes, you must have vaccines. I would agree with that. I don't agree with that. Well, I disagree with you. How's that? That's fine. How's that, Bob? That's fine. But I don't... If there is a solution to the problem, which is avoid close personal contact with people you don't know or, you know, a large group of people for the next couple months... And not even with sex, though. You're a nurse. How do you do that? Well, that's... So no vaccine for you? No, 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 no. I'm not saying there shouldn't be vaccines. But I'm what I'm saying is there like to me this there is are a, solutions while you wait for a vaccine right like until until we can get you a vaccine like we're not we're not enforcing like this to me is not a, an area where we would enforce like the defense um I can't remember the name of the act but it's the thing where the government can force companies to make, I know what you're talking about the like pro- the defense production thanks, there you go. yeah like we're not going to use that to force people to make vaccines. Because there is a solution to it. You just don't like it. So, I, I, I think it's just... I think you could make the same argument about COVID, though. There was a solution. And a lot of people just decided, well, I'm not wearing masks. Go fuck yourself. COVID was airborne, though. I think that's harder. There was still a solution, though. You could there have worn a mask. Yes. You could have isolated. And a lot of, a lot of people A very didn't. large group of people yeah. just said, well, fuck off. I don't want to do that. You can't tell me what to do. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. It, like, certainly, if people had listened to the quarantining and um, the masking early on in the pandemic, it, this might and have been. other a steps were taken. Very by, different. you know, yeah. not just the government, but corporations and stuff, too, to just be like, no, we're going to. Just bare as bones as we can, because obviously some stuff cannot stop. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, no, it, it's public health is a like this. It's this. It's a fascinating world to look at. It frustrating world to exist in. These poor fucks. Yeah. Well, because because public health is, I mean, you've got two sides of public health, right? You've got prevention, and you've got dealing with the crisis. No one wants to pay for prevention. And no one wants to listen to... And then when you do try to offer up solutions, you have people chanting that you should die. Yeah. Like poor Dr. Fauci. That poor man. Alex, how are you going to lighten up the proceedings? How many holes are there in a straw? One. Well, I guess it depends on what your definition of a hole is. What, was, what are your two holes, not two openings? Is your question. How many holes are How there? How many in holes? Straw? I would have to say one, but there's two openings to the hole. I agree with that. All holes have two openings. <laughs> Not necessarily. Saw... Mm-hmm. You dig a hole in the ground. That's a pit. I mean, it could still be a hole. Is it a hole? I can call it a hole. Hmm. I bring this up because I saw some website did a poll. <laughs> and... Which website was that, Alex? I don't remember, to tell you the truth. I really don't remember. I really don't. I saw it on Reddit. Um, and in the poll, there were three options. One, two, and not sure. 
and not sure. Pick a side. And it was something like it was something like six percent said not sure, and then one and two were split like halfway on the rest. And it was like there's one hole. (laughs) (laughs) There's not two, but this sums up this fucking country (laughs) that there's this many idiots. Good times, Alex. Really, it's a tunnel. I mean, if we want, it, what, what, it's in a tunnel. What is a tunnel if not a hole? <laughs> but doesn't a tunnel have to be surrounded by stuff? Does it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's surrounded by plastic. It's just not a lot of plastic. <laughs> the soda travels through the tunnel to my mouth. <laughs> I would say that's a hole. <laughs> I've never like I've never actually thought of the definition of a hole. And I I saw this before too. I the other day. Um, Webster's dictionary defines hole as a hollow place in a solid body or surface. <laughs> Helpful. <laughs> Yes. Hmm. Indeed. Indubitably. Indubitably. <laughs> that also does sound like tunnel. Erica, I watched a television show. Possibly... I'm running a race called Tunnel Hill. It'd be Alex, funnier you... if it was Whole Hill. <laughs> Whole Hill. <laughs> Whole Hill. <laughs> you watched a television show. What did you watch? Of Alex? interest to you, I would say. Sandman? No. No? I watched everything I'm up to date. On Harley Quinn. I think we're a few episodes behind. We actually. are actually more than a few episodes behind at this point. Yeah. Mm, so I'm more of a fan than you are. We watched, was it the first three episodes of season three? So you're probably like three episodes behind. I thought it was just the first two. Was it? I thought it was three. I don't remember. Because I think there's six episodes now. I thought they released three at the beginning. I thought it was only two, but well, I mean, maybe you're right. So is that getting review bombed saying it's too gay? There's too many gay characters. This is woke nonsense. Um, they're I doing didn't... that to Sandman because two ladies kissed. So this is woke. Nonsense. I didn't read any Harley Quinn reviews, so I have no idea. I but... in general don't either. I just that happened to filter into my uh, my sphere of paying attention to shit. Do you know why I haven't looked at any Harley Quinn? Reviews because I've watched it and it's a good show. Yes, yeah. You know I've... what I have looked at reviews for? Westworld. Hold on, I'm not done with Harley Quinn. We're gonna get there. I have one criticism of Harley Quinn because a lot of people are doing now. This is one of these TV shows where it's just like a celebrity cast, right? There's not really any like true voice actors for the most part. It's it's mostly. Celebrities, like it's some in some instances, I would say yes, but I do think that there are like, uh, like the woman who voices Harley Quinn, she isn't like a movie star, is she? Well, Kaylee Cuoco, she's probably made more money than most people on earth off Big Bang Theory. Oh, is that her? Yeah, oh, okay. Um, so she's, she's a, a blonde chick, yeah. Like the, oh, oh, okay, all right, that's and, and and I will say she's trying, I think, I think she's, she's trying and she's doing pretty good. And a lot of people are really trying. Alan, I don't know how you say his last name. Tudyk. Tudyk? Is that right? He is a delight. He's killing it as Clayface. 
He was the Joker. I know. He does a lot of people. Is he, but the, is he Clayface too? He's Clayface. I did not know that. He's just smashing it out of the park as Clayface. And is it Ron F- Funches? Funches? Funches, I think. He's killing it as King Shark. He's a just delight. absolutely killing it. I get a kick out of uh, uh, Harley's plant uh, uh, roommate. It's oh, J.B. Frank. Yeah. Or isn't that his name? Frank. Yeah, I think it's Frank. Yeah, uh, Poison Ivy's Mostly friend. because it's 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 Leon, Leon from yeah. fucking... But, the second he opened his mouth, I was like, oh, delightful. That being all that was said, I think a lot of people are doing a very good job. But Lake Bell is straight up mailing it in as Poison Ivy. Like, no effort, no emotion. She'll be in scenes where she's crying and she's delivering it exactly the same I as her normal voice. I think I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say that's an acting choice. Maybe. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's just the voice is always exactly the same. Like, real monotone. I think it's a, I think it's a choice. I think that's just kind of the character that they're going for. Maybe. I don't know, man. Are, are we, you f- we've got to watch the rest. We do. And then we I think we'll be able to comment more. Are you finding it Oh, delightful? those three episodes are going to be the difference of making could your be, opinions. It could be four Pick episodes. a side. Pick it a side, Bob. Episodes. Pretty sure it's Mailing three. it in or doing a good job. Which is it? One. Mailing it in. <laughs> How are you finding the show, though? No, I'm enjoying it. It's funny. Um, I like that it's, like, you know, more adult, like, violent. And I thought it was fucking funny when they, like, publicly got together and then the next episode they start off with like the porn um well, the porn parody <laughs> the porn that parody was hysterical. it was like this is exactly what would happen yep 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 <laughs> uh, yeah like uh all the superheroes just being like huge incompetent assholes is just like it's pretty good i i like the show it's funny it's thoroughly enjoyable we gotta it's, a, it's an it. easy watch is what I'll say. Like you just yeah. burn through episodes super fast. Yeah, we flew through those first two seasons. You still need to watch Peacemaker. Yeah, I'll get to it. I like um I do I do like what they're doing in like is it the most recent season I think where the Joker is like the husband husband Joker basically. Oh my like what's the line from the second? It pops me every time. Lots of dads are serial killers. <laughs> it's just like I have to walk away. I'm laughing so hard. I can't remember. It was in like the first season or something, but King Shark said something where I died. It was something really funny. I can't remember what it was though. I, I think, you know, what's what's crazy about that show is it is how amazing a job Alan Tudyk is doing as Joker. Like, cause you're, you're going, any one of our generation, if you ask them, who's the Joker, it's going to be Mark Hamill. Yeah. Hands down. And he has, he, you know, he has done such a good job of being his own Joker. Taking it and running with it. And doing such a good job with it. Right. And just being such an insufferable prick. But yeah, yeah. him as the dad, like, stop it. This is ingenious. I like Kite Man too. Kite Man's fucking funny. It was. It's just a good show. Like you said, it's an easy watch. Yeah. Half an hour, and it's just it's and it's really really funny. I do wonder if all with all the various upheaval at the WB if or WBD now Discovery, um, 
if this is one of the shows that's going to be on the chopping block because I imagine it can't be cheap to produce, especially with the cast they're using, that I worry that this might be a show that's going to get canned. Honestly, as long as it gets an ending, shitty, I would like to see more. But as long as they get a proper ending, whatever. Well, and then that's sort of the same thing with Westworld, that they just finished their fourth season, and they've said they only want to do one more, like Lisa Joy and um, Jonathan Nolan. They just want to do a fifth season. They were always planned it as a five-season show. Um, But it hasn't been renewed yet. And so it might not get a fifth season. I will say, if this is it... I think, you know, they probably knew there was a lot of potential that the show wouldn't be brought back again. I think what they ended on could very well could work. end as a series finale. Okay. So I always hope you, you hope that people get to tell the whole story they want to tell. But I did see some of the viewership numbers and they were way down but it's, this but, season. But they're always going down. Like on those HBO shows, if you go look, they're constantly going down on all HBO shows from when they start. Oh, well, every show does. Yeah. The, but Westworld cratered. And I think... Well, and until you said something, I hadn't seen any advertising about it. I didn't mm, know it was coming back. Yeah, I guess. But I think Westworld suffered from two problems. The first and most important is they had... One mediocre season and then one really bad season back to back. And you've got a lot of people who are just were really burned by watching season after season, a shitty Game of Thrones to have a shitty ending that said, I'm done. Did that House of the Dragon show start? No, I don't think so. I was sure I thought it started this Sunday. And obviously... Who could care? I'm just curious as to what the numbers were. I I will say when it comes to Westworld, I mean, one, when it comes to advertising, I'm like so unplugged from advertising that I have no idea. I don't watch TV commercials. I have ad blockers on everything. So I don't see like commercials for anything on any format I'm like engaging. I usually, at least if it's something that I'm aware of. It might not be an ad, but I hear through just kind of my grapevine or my yeah. curated space that it's coming back. And, and the other thing I'll say for Westworld is I don't know that I agree that season two was a mediocre season because I seem to remember like season one was really good. I think mm-hmm. most people agree season one of Westworld is excellent. And I think a large part of that. And I don't remember when Anthony Hopkins start being, stopped being on the show, if it was one or two. He was in two for a bit as like a, a not even a supporting character. Oh, like he was like, like a, wasn't he like a ghost in like Bernard's out. mind yeah, or something? Yeah, he might have cameoed a few times, like a I guest I think Bernard role. was seeing him, right? Yeah. But, yeah, but he okay. was definitely not in every episode. So I seem to remember season one being excellent. And then season two was weird because they were doing two types of episodes. They were doing... Dolores and Maeve focused episodes and they were doing Bernard and Man in Black focused episodes. And well, and one of the major the, problems was with the second season was they said... And they also made it super convoluted for no reason. They said in like after the second episode aired or something, the internet, Reddit, whatever, the hive mind figured yeah. out what they were doing and they were like, oh shit, we course correct, course correct. Mm-hmm. We can't have them figure it out. Which is insane. 
who cares? Yeah, if you've made a story that makes sense, people are probably going to figure out the ending. Right, I would rather you just tell the story you were going to tell than call the audible and have it be nonsensical right. and like, what so, the fuck is going on? So what I remember is I remember having not watched this in who knows how many years now because all these HBO shows are like, they take a year and a half off between seasons. Yeah. But I remember the Maeve and Dolores episodes being very boring and I remember the Bernard and Man in Black episodes being very good in the, in season two. And I think I remember like the season overall being like fine. Season three so, was terrible. Oh, I can't remember anything that okay, even happened. So this is going to be pedantic, but fine. So fine is better than mediocre in your mind. Yeah. Mediocre means bad. No, mediocre means mediocre. No, mediocre, mediocre means, means fine. Mediocre means aggressively fine. So it was, wait, hold on. Let's, so let's put this on the scale. Mm-hmm. You know, so. So what's mediocre on a one to ten? Mediocre on a one to ten is like a five. Okay, fines like a six or a seven. Yeah, I wouldn't make. I wouldn't put season two of Westworld at like a six or a seven. I put it at like a five. Okay. So from what I remember, mediocre. this is like, and this is years. I just ago gave at this my point. opinion, not yours. Well, I'm just telling you. Well, no, I'm just like how my are, opinion was fine. Yours was mediocre. This is I shabam. Just, I don't. How how are these two different things? No, I'm. I'm just impressed you can remember enough to give it an accurate review. I just remember being like, eh. Season three sucked. I think everyone agrees on that. Season, Season three, three was bad. I don't think anyone knows what the fuck happened. It was like I the, the AI. It. I liked bringing in Aaron Paul. I enjoy yeah. him as an actor. And I think he's way better in season four. I think they gave him a lot better stuff to do. Because in season three, it was just like, why are you even here? Because this storyline blows. Um, no, season four is way better. Like, I'd say like slightly better than season two, worse than season one. Season three for sure is like... Look, season one was the worst of so all of fucking good. Like, you yeah. were never going to reach those heights again. Well, I just will never forget, right? Like, they're, at the end of the first episode, the, like the pilot, right? I think it's like someone's interviewing Dolores, and one of the things he asks her to, like, kind of set the whole state of the park is, you know, would you ever hurt a living thing? And then they end that episode where she's just standing on the porch. And she kills the fly. And she right? kills the fly, yeah. right? So it's like, okay, clearly something's up. Something's amiss. Um, so that was like a great ending to a pilot episode to hook you. But look, I'll just say season four was good. Was it like season one? No. But season four was good. And I think they've done a lot now to maybe set up for a great final season if they get to make it. I Maybe think I'll check it out. I think they've righted the show is what I'm saying. The ship and, has been righted. And, but we're not sure if they've done enough to garner that fifth season. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like I would make the fifth season just to give them a chance to fail. <laughs> I think the way that the landscape over there now. It's going to be up in the air. It's going to be Especially different. for a show like that, that's probably very expensive to make. Yeah. Like if Harley Harley Quinn is probably nothing compared to what a show like Westworld costs to make. Because I feel like HBO, unless you were really like just straight up bad, you usually got to do tell the story that you set out to tell. And and maybe because they did this season finale in a way that it could fit as a series finale, 
there might be executives at HBO saying, like, just let it die. Just be done. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially if you got this guy in charge now who is just very much about saving money. Yeah. But it was, focusing you know, on the discovery of it all. Yeah, I thought it was good, though. I mean, was it? it's not the greatest show ever. It's not season one, but it was good, and I thought it was worth a watch, especially if you've already watched. Like, see, If you sat there through season three, which was awful, you might as well see the show when it's good I again. disagree. I disagree. Because if they want a season five, you're going to know that, right? Um, going into it. So you're going to watch it, and, and I hear what you're saying. The, the ending could finish... As they could stick the landing. They could stick the landing. Or, well, no, they could stick the landing with season five. But this this season four ending could be sufficient um, or satisfying as a, a series finale. But I'm always going to know in the back of my mind that it's not what they wanted to finish and that there is more story out there. And to me, it's... I, I why, why am I going to invest... You know, uh, what is it, 10 episodes? No, it's eight episodes. episodes. We're we're probably talking about six hours to watch the eight episodes. Yeah, six, seven hours of my time for a show that might not come back to finish the story. He could use that time to be running, Alex. I mean, you guys make fun of me about it, but this is what people really think about. No, 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 I'm not. I'm ripping you because that's the thesis statement of this podcast. But I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah, but... However, I always said... If someone whose opinion I trust came in and said, hey, season four actually isn't dog shit, see, I'd be more inclined to give it a see, view. See, in my mind, I'm waiting to hear whether or not they renew before I watch. And if I was HBO... By this logic, you wouldn't have watched season one of Our Flag Means Death until it renewed for a second season. Well, no. That's Denying a, yourself that, see, this delightful pirate show. The difference is, that was a brand new property that... I had no experience with besides knowing Taika Waititi um, and I came with good reviews. Like there's no history of them doing shit work on this show. There is history on Westworld oh, hey, for bad work. If they've lost you, they've lost you and that's their fault. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, I, I, I just think it's interesting because there's ways, because right now, because I saw the same thing you saw the same thing you did. It seems like they're fishing to get people to watch to guarantee they get renewed or to help make the case. And it's like the best thing you could have done was not make a shitty season three. Well, of course, but that's easy to say. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's well, easy I think to the, say. I but think the other thing, though, too, Bob, when you're in the writer's room, nobody is writing something and being like, wow, this sucks. This is dog shit. I agree with you. They're not entitled to my time. No one said that they were. No, but that's the thing. Like, I I don't have to care about whether or not it's hard for them to make a show. Um, I don't have to give them my time. I don't know that we're saying that. I just think they didn't set out. Where did straw man come from? (laughs) Oh, there he is. What's up, Tom? I don't know. I just, I'm I'm (laughs) so sick of, I'm so sick of popular media anymore. And it's like, I didn't like it. You lost me. Sorry, you're out of a job. Could you have sounded any more <laughs> highfalutin right there? And boomerish. I'm so I'm sick sorry of you're out of a job. Media. I just I I don't care. Because okay. they're not out of a job if you're not watching. No, but if enough people don't watch, they'll be out of a job. 
And I don't care about pe- them. I really don't. They're not close to me. I mean, I don't care <laughs> about is, them either. What is going on? <laughs> right? We, we like, we took a turn. Bob, Bob you seem very upset. Has something <laughs> happened? He's very passionate about this. But not caring about Hollywood. I don't give a shit about Westworld, okay? (laughs) Listen to me, damn it. (laughs) This is the hill I choose to die on. Westworld. You know, that fucking Halo show really sucked dick. But it sucked dick in the first season. Westworld, this started sucking dick in the third season, okay? What a betrayal. Betrayment. I'll keep watching Halo because it sucked all right, right away. I will tell you this. He is not going to keep watching that Halo show. <laughs> he's already said. I think he's gone on the record as saying he is done. Content. Damn it. Great content. It was really good content. We got a lot of mileage out of that dog shit show. <laughs> it's way easier to talk about bad shows than it is to talk about good ones. And if That's you need true. and if you need a reason to watch it, why don't you just hate watch Westworld and either way it's gonna work out for you. You're either gonna like it or you're gonna fucking hate it, and then you can just come on here and bitch about how bad it was. Alex just really wants to talk to you about Westworld. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I don't think I'll hate season four. So you're depriving yourself of something you would potentially enjoy. Boy, how do you live with this guy? (laughs) You know, you know, Alex, I I don't use the word hero too often. (laughs) But while we're here applying for sainthood. I don't know. I mean, this this my my kind of my my point of view on it is yeah, I might like this, but I know I'm gonna. Get, I, I could really, I, I could be set up for a disappointment in season five, and it not and it not even get created. So then, why consume any media? Well, I do anything wonder, could be canceled I did, I did, or not I, I did wonder while you were talking about this subject. Shouldn't you only watch TV shows then that are completed and then start watching them rather than watching anything that's currently in production? In here's the, the 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 issue is I can do a show, I can do a show that's that's live running right now. Like so I started watching um Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds and it is excellent. It is very, very good. And I will continue to watch Strange New World as long as it remains excellent. There is always a chance that in season two, it'll go completely off the rails and just be dull dog shit. Um, and, you know, but then it, maybe it could bounce back. Who knows? But maybe, My, they, maybe they cancel it after one season. Maybe they cancel it. And that, you know, but that's, I can't, the, the the issue with that is there's no I have no further information to make that decision than pure chaos of the world. In the case of Westworld, they have put out into the universe that it is very possible it will not be picked up. I have more information to work with to decide whether or not to invest my time in it. I can understand that wanting to come into a show or continue watching a show when you think, or I mean, we don't know. Maybe it won't be picked up. Maybe it will. 
I, I, I'm trying to think of an example. Prodigal Son is dog shit. No one should ever watch it ever. But that got canceled after two seasons mm-hmm. because it was terrible. But I would still recommend it to like the right kind of person. Sure. There are certain things I that mean, it's like this guy. Shows, there are shows all the time that are good that are always constantly on the fucking edge of being canceled. Like, how many seasons of Brooklyn Nine Nine were they talking about that show might not get picked up, and then it mm-hmm. actually did get canceled and got picked up by another network? But well, did Brooklyn Nine Nine ever have a complete dog shit season? Well, not in my opinion. But I that's stopped the watching thing. after they left Fox, so I I wouldn't know. So so I th- I think the difference is you have. Until someone pro- like like as long as someone can, everything you watch is good and keeps you hooked. Like I think about Brooklyn Nine Nine, that's a good example because from one it was good from the start. They they gelled right from the beginning, and I never saw anything in Brooklyn Nine Nine that said, "I don't think this is worth my time anymore." Like there was always it was always good. It, you know there were certainly. The earlier seasons were definitely better, um, but it never got. Ba- it was never bad, and so I've, in my mind, I've built a level of trust with these showrunners that you're going to make a good product. With Westworld, you broke that trust. You made a bad season, and before that, you made a mediocre season. So no, I'm not going to give you my time for season four. And even though I've heard good things about season four, I want to know if there's a season five that could close this, the the loop before I go and spend six uh, hours. The loop. Look at you making Westworld references. I, I, I completely understand being like, I am done with this show. I cannot watch anymore, even if I am told that it is better. I'm sure that has happened to me in the past. Well, you don't like it when anyone tells you to watch something or do anything. In general, I do not like being told what to do. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Eric, I think you'd really like the show. Fuck you. Don't tell me what to do. I'll never watch that. <laughs> Five years go by. Someone someone else listens to this podcast who deeply hates it <laughs> if you make any suggestions on things to engage with. So I'm um, hoping I don't have to deal with the razor's edge any longer once The Witcher gets past this se- this third season. Because usually <laughs> if you're past season three on Netflix, you're okay. You get to live. <laughs> okay, I have two more things to say about Westworld. One, I think it should always be said that Anthony Hopkins was incredible in season one of oh, that show. Oh, thousand percent. Like, like yes. I don't know if he won any awards. He should have won all the awards for season one of that show. I'd have to go back and look. But I he mean, was, he was newsflash, Anthony Hopkins, great actor. Right. But what? <laughs> second. Controversy. Second. There's a scene in this latest season of Westworld that really did it for me, where the man in black. Okay, so there's this guy on a rooftop, and he's shooting a bunch of people, just like you know, in video games, right? Like if you're just like hanging out in a tall place, shooting down on people, you're, you're a camper. Camping right? and sniping, yes. Mm-hmm. I used to do that when I would play laser tag. So. Find a place to hide this guy, just snipe. This guy's on a roof. He's shooting a bunch of people. After he thinks he's killed everyone, he comes down, he starts looking around. And the man in black comes up, shoots him in the back, walks up and goes, fucking camper. <laughs> And I was like, did that, did that just this like... right here 
is just an incredible moment. <laughs> like, Alex this is like, al- I feel seen. This alone, someone likes video games that writes on this game. I do on this love show. when you're watching something and you're like, was one of my people on this writing in this writer's room? <laughs> yeah. Like Steven Universe, for example. Early on in the show, they have a wrestling episode. And I was like, mm-hmm. what's that? <laughs> oh. One of my people are on this. Okay. It ends up being an amazing show anyway, but I do love when it, you get those little like nods and you're like, okay, one, one of my people is over there. That's great. Yeah. That made me laugh. I was just like, when do you, like it's Ed Harris saying fucking camper. That's outstanding. Think, think, he's a Texan, right? I, think, I don't know. I think he is, but it's this old Texan dude. Just grizzled fucking camper. Been around forever. Certainly grizzled. Very grizzled, for sure. I saw, I think it comes out in a couple days maybe, I saw um, the reviews on She-Hulk have been very positive. Yeah? Yeah, yeah like so, there's... That's what I've seen too. Like they, I think they gave like four episodes to the press, so two hours worth of, of the series, mm-hmm. and apparently people are very happy with it. And I thought it, I mean, from the trailers, it looked funny. So. Let me poke the head in. We do have to finish Sandman. We do. What is What is that on? Netflix. Mm, okay. So um, we watched the first four episodes. Yep. We got to Gwendolyn Christie. Yep. Which was the goal for that evening because yep. she's a delight. Um, it's based on the on the the comic from the I think it was started in the late eighties. Uh, it's very Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Very Gaiman about it, but it's I've been enjoying it. I think it's. I think it's okay. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna. Interested. I'll finish watching the series the or the s- season. The storyline is interesting enough to me to to make me wonder how you know what what's going to happen this season because I haven't read the graphic novels, so I, I have no idea. Um. So it's in, like uh, the story itself is. I think the gaming of it all is just not really my flavor. Um, That's not your jam. Yeah. So I. I um. So yeah, but it is. It's interesting. You're finding it compelling. Yeah. Which is really all you can ask from a television show. Yeah. And you know, compelling and entertaining. Entertaining helps. Yes, in general. I think there's twelve episodes. Twelve? I thought it was ten. Is it ten? It's ten or twelve. I don't remember. I don't. Yeah, I think it's ten, but maybe it's twelve. Yeah. I don't know. So a lot of stuff's ten now. Witcher's not ten. You only give me eight. Mm. Pricks. How many how many seasons of Halo does there have to be before Gwendolyn Christie gets on that show as a Spartan? I mean, come on. How is she not? I mean, she's busy. And we are, we have the arc that we're watching for, Alex. Oh, you gotta climb that tree. We gotta climb that tree. Oh, if, if we had a T-shirt for this podcast, be climb that just tree. Be climb that we tree. would have a climb that tree. It, it, I'm telling you right now, if that show gets canned before she climbs that tree, I'll I'm be very be disappointed. I'm gonna be pissed. I will be mad. We're gonna need the fanfic for that one. If if that tree doesn't get, didn't climbed. you look and you said there were only like three? It was what? a very sad number. Yeah, maybe it was a distressingly low number. Yeah. Just like, come on, guys. What what are we doing? No one writes fic. Don't lie. Please. I'm a little sad. I've been playing um, Ghost of Tsushima. And the story stuff is very good and very engaging. But they, they really 
Assassin's Creed the shit out of that game. Ugh, that's unfortunate. And, you know, I'm a lunatic, so if there's a collectathon, I must collect. <laughs> oh, that was like in The Fucking Witcher. All those goddamn question marks. You're oh, like. Oh, you gotta do them. No, you gotta do them. <laughs> there's they question to, marks left. They have to be cleared off the it map. It has to be cleared. Yeah. I can't move on with my life. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So. There's a lot of that. There's question marks. And it's a lot of the stuff like I described, like the fox dens before. Or there's um, like you go to like a bamboo stick and you have to cut. You have to hit buttons in the right order to cut all the way through the sticks. It's all like giving yourself like either cosmetics or stat bonuses or stuff sure. like that. But there's like at least like 12 different types of these various collectibles. And they're all over the place. And I must have every single one. <laughs> And it's dramatically slowing down my progress on the stuff I actually care about, but I have to do it. I have to, Erica. You got to do it. I mean, that's one of the great things about The Witcher was that it was like all of those little like dumb question mark things. There was like, I mean, they'd be monster dens and shit, but there, there was always like something to it that was like mm -hmm. interesting and different than all the other ones that you did. Yeah. Which that game did very, very well, kept it interesting and engaging and it, it never it never felt like a slog to me at least yeah and i this definitely has the feeling of slog i've taken to mm -hmm. when i'm not doing like story missions i'm listening to a podcast while i do all this shit that's a very definition of yeah 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 yeah. but you now to slog. be fair i listen to podcasts when i play a lot of games mm -hmm. but um i will say by the way if there's anything else you want to do in hades you better get on it because that's getting yanked off game pass at the <gasps> end of the month yeah. Weak sauce. You've pretty much like beat the shit out oh, of no, it. Oh no, I've played the shit oh, yeah. out of it, but yeah. it's the that... not having the option to play it that will annoy me. <laughs> but if yeah. I ever want to go back to it, do I have to worry it. about my save shit? Or oh no, it's fine? all there. Okay. No, it's all there. I gotta I gotta give it to him, by the way, another little piece of video game news. They said this already, but they really solidified it all today. Um, you know, Overwatch two is about to come out mm -hmm. and what they're doing when overwatch two comes out is they're carrying over all your cosmetics that you had from one to two well, i mean that's the least they could fucking um, do which is nice i mean they and, don't have um, to but right but what they're doing at the same time is right now and i'm sure you could probably speak to this and with what you do um right now all the platforms are separated in terms of what you own on them so like if you have like certain let's let's say you play on xbox and you play on pc for some reason um or you switched at some point you know all your cosmetics that you have are separate between the two platforms well when two comes out they're merging everything together so mm -hmm. if you have you can actually link everything to your battle net which is like a That's blizzard's their, yeah. account yeah, thing yeah, yeah. yeah um so if you have like your switch you know xbox and playstation tied into your Battle.net account like let's just say for the sake of argument you're a lunatic and you played overwatch on four platforms sure it's going to merge everything you have into one and, and you can just um, use it on whatever platform right and then and then your one account will just exist on all the platforms that's nice and a lot of games don't do that right. and i'm sure it's not a small undertaking to have to go in and merge four databases into one yeah i mean because you each um because it means, well, it means that you're taking save data from, you know, your console and you're merging it into a save data 
on their server. Um, and you know, Xbox, everything saved to everything's on a server anyways, but you know, by merging it all into one place, um, on Battle.net, you know, that's going to take, uh, a not insubstantial amount of storage on their part. So there's an investment from a, a storage perspective. Of course, that means they can do, um, even more analytics and shit. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they, they must also, but I'm wondering about this cause I mean, uh, Activision must know what you've bought from them. You would think. Yeah, I would think they already have that information on their server, but they are gonna. No, I think it all is on the server, but they're yeah. just merging it all into one. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's not. Um, that's not a small undertaking. It's probably not a huge undertaking, though. Like it's. There's. I think. I think that's mostly just a business decision because my because t- there's two ways to look at it. If you if you force people to buy cosmetics on each different device, then um you know, well you can make mu- you can make the same dollar twice, which is, you know, great. Businesses love that. But then there's the other side of it. Well, if somebody prefers to play Overwatch on their PC, but when they're traveling, they have a switch or they, they might be more likely to play if, if it's going to progress their main account. Right. So that it's probably not a huge technical lift. I mean, it's probably not a small lift. Don't get me wrong. Someone probably had to go in and argue for it. Yeah. Well, they had to make, yeah, they, they probably said, look, if we keep people playing, you know, every waking moment, um, you know, when they're on vacation too, like, <laughs> We're going to make even more money. We got to keep these motherfuckers addicted. Yeah. It's very important. Not to be cynical about it. (laughs) No, it's the truth. Yeah. It is the truth. But yeah, no, I I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird thing. Like to, like it's simultaneously friendly to the consumer, but also like, there's insidiousness there. Right. They didn't do it. Incentives. They didn't do it to be like, no, it's, Look at us being good people. It just always stands out because especially now in video games, everything is so profit focused to a crazy degree that usually when something happens that's going to be like more player friendly, usually it's done like kind of shitty or like, oh, we tried, but we were limited on our resources, yada, yada type of thing. But some, it's just always amazing when like something happens where it's all positive. <laughs> You know, it's like you're like waiting for the other shit to drop. We didn't fuck up anything. No. Like, and again, this is something that's like, it's like they're just pulling the data off their servers, right? But, you know, they're when it switches from Overwatch 1 to 2, it's just going to carry over all your various custom settings. And it's like, you know, a lot of games just wouldn't do that. Now, here's something that I wasn't aware of. I, I And we talked about this, but I guess, and it's been known for a long time, but... um so you're basically going to completely lose access to 6v6. It's going to 5v5. Right. Unless they... So they haven't said yet what the arcade modes are going to be. Because in Overwatch, there's like three main brackets of play. There's quick play, which is just like, go in, you're playing the main game the way it is meant to be played. And then there's competitive, which is the main game the way it's meant to be played, but with a ranking system. Mm-hmm. And then there's arcade, which is like your wacky game types. So, um, 
mystery heroes is like where it's six v six, but um, every time you die, you're randomly switched on to a different hero. Mm-hmm. Um, or if there's any sort of like there've there've been like PVE modes over the year, you know, like where it's like four of you going against whatever AI team that they've set up type of thing whatever scenario they've designed so that stuff like that all exists in the arcade they did like a lucio ball thing where it's teams of 3v3 all lucio and you're essentially playing like soccer but with lucio's speed and the ability he has to like boop stuff around Mm -hmm. um with like a giant soccer ball so anything like wacky goes in the arcade so Maybe 6v6 will still exist in the arcade, but maybe not because, you know, one of the things they always said about Overwatch is it was the engine and hitting like 60 FPS at whatever resolution and graphic settings they want to maintain, you know, was always designed around 6v6. And so now they're doing like engine upgrades, you know, like graphical upgrades for two. So that might, for all we know, be designed around 5v5. Right. Um, and they said it was a problem like when they put this character ash in ash has a her ultimate is she throws out bob do you remember from that um do you remember that uh cinematic i showed you with ash and mccree yeah yeah yeah, her 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 little butler bob um so bob in the game's code is like a real player though it's the way he acts um when he's on the battlefield for like 15 seconds or whatever um so they had to like kind of rejigger the engine i guess to account for essentially what could be two more players on the battlefield at any time Mm -hmm. um so i don't know they haven't said anything basically if there's going to be any 6v6 modes my guess would be there won't yeah um and, and and that is one of the things i've talked about before on here when it comes to 5v5 is because the game is just turning into overwatch 2 mm-hmm. if you don't like overwatch 2 but you loved overwatch 1 you've just lost that game you love right you know which sucks it is kind of yeah. shitty well and you paid 60 dollars for right overwatch 1 maybe um well, you paid you paid some amount for it at some point, right? Because it was never free to play. So I mean, I'm sure once the merger's done, I mean, it'll get on Game Pass and. Well, Overwatch Two is free to play. Oh, it's just straight up free to play. Yeah. Now, when they it's free to play, and when they add the PVE stuff at some point. So what was happening is when they announced Overwatch Two, a big part of the push was like, we're doing real PVE stuff. We're doing a real story mode. There's going to be a lot of PVE-focused content. And I think whatever the reason was, turmoil within Blizzard, whatever happened, the PVE stuff was taking way longer to make than they ever thought it would. Um, And so what ended up happening was when Overwatch 2 comes out on October 4th, it's just the PvP stuff, and then they're adding in the PVE stuff later whenever it's done. So they've kind of split it up into two releases. I mean, it's free to play, so I mean, right. you can't complain too much. And in the and if the and if the Microsoft purchase goes through, the PVE stuff will more than likely be on Game Pass when it comes out. I would think. Um, maybe not though, because that might be considered a DLC, and usually DLC stuff don't go on Game Pass. Right. Um, but we'll see. You know, and look, it's one of those things, right? If the PVE stuff comes out and it fucking bombs they'll put it on game pass to make people play it. <laughs> so, 
Um, but yeah, no, you're right. That is one of the things where it's like, it's a big risk. Like I've played the beta for like three, four days and I enjoyed it. Like it's still overwatch just with one less tank on each team. Right. Um, it's obviously different. They've changed some stuff, but if you I, liked overwatch one, you're more than likely going do, to watch it like overwatch two. I do wonder like what, what were all the inputs that went into the decision to switch to five V five? Like, is it, you know, was it, um, how, like, how did, did their data say, well, most groups of friends, like, are around, are five people, and they always struggle to get a sixth? Um, is there feedback saying that people really didn't want the second tank? Um, do they just not want to pay as many Overwatch League players? <laughs> I imagine like, the Overwatch League is probably not the primary concern because the reality is if the game is successful, your eSport is more than likely going to be successful. Oh, sure. yeah. But um, I think what it probably comes down to is queue times because... Mm-hmm. Tank was always the role, and I think simply because it's called Tank. They've even changed the name in Overwatch 2. They're called Brawlers now. I think simply because they called it Tank, people didn't want to play Tank. Or because in people's minds, now the focus is on me. Because the Tanks are obviously your frontline characters, Mm -hmm. and their mistakes are amplified. Like, if you have a Tank who just decides to run into the other team and uh, fucking suicide... It's like everyone on your team sees that idiot, mm-hmm. you know? Whereas if you're a backline player, like if you're a widow standing in the back, no one really knows what you're doing. Yeah. You know? Um, and so what's happened then with the queue times on Overwatch is tank was always the least desirable role and damage was the most desired. So if you say, let's just say for the sake of argument, you're playing by yourself. If you queued up for tank or support, you generally get into games like pretty much instantly. Mm-hmm. But if you queued up for damage, you'd have to wait like 35 years. Like literal, like literal, like six to 10 minute wait times to play mm-hmm. one game of damage. So what happened on the beta was because they removed the tank. Now, the beta is probably not a good. I know I'm just going on forever. The oh, beta no, no, no. I'm the, sorry. I'm just... No, no. Yeah. I, I, I'm really am on a... It's, it's getting late. Eric gets tired. What happened on the beta, and this, the beta is not a great um, measuring stick for this data, I don't think, because they had added a new damage character, and they had added mm-hmm. a new tank, and they were in the betas as playable characters. They're also adding a new support, but the support isn't going to be released until the game actually launches. So in the beta... I think a lot of people wanted to play these new tank and damage player characters, right? That makes sense. This always happens when there's new characters. So the support times were like, boom, insta queues. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to play like damage or tank, you might be waiting a few minutes at least because that's what everyone's queuing for. Um, now, when there's a new support, when the game actually comes out, will that change? I don't know, but... Basically, what they did is they removed a tank and then they made the other tank that's remaining. They buffed all the tanks to compensate for being out there alone, basically. Yeah. Well, I would imagine that will, like, even with the buff, that, that will dramatically change the gameplay because when, you know, if you're playing with two tanks and one tank goes down, theoretically, if you're a well 
oiled team like the other tank steps in maybe plays a little more conservatively until the other right. tank responds and comes back now you don't have that so right and one of the sad things about losing the tank having two is that a lot of the like fun setups in Overwatch were based around tank duos like mm-hmm. Winston and Diva together or Zarya and Reinhardt because you know like well, I'll give the easy example like Zarya and Reinhardt so Zarya puts bubbles on people and the bubbles absorb damage for the person the bubbles on while increasing this energy meter that Zarya has and the higher Zarya's energy is the more damage she deals so in a simple example when you're playing with a Reinhardt because he's a melee character you bubble the Rhine so he can push in to melee range. And now they've been shooting at him, his bubbles. The bubbles absorb the damage. And she's getting that She's back. getting the charge. And now you're both just having a field day because you're charged up. And Rhine's now in his range where he can do things. Um, and so there's a lot of, like, tank setups like that that are based around, like, having the two tanks working mm-hmm. together. Whereas now you're going to have to figure out another way to have synergy and people will figure out. Well, that's, oh, sure. that's part of the fun like of that. playing the game, yeah. right? That's right. like D&D. You, got, you can have any kind of configuration of party and it's like, we don't have a healer in the, the one that I'm running right now. It's mm. a bard, it's a sorcerer, and a, a barbarian. And I was just like... I don't want anybody to be the cleric because then you usually do get relegated to you just heal. That's all you do. And that's boring for first-time players. You can have a lot of fun with a cleric, but it can be boring. So I didn't want them to experience that. So it's been interesting. And that's often been the problem. The perception around tanks has been, oh, they're boring. Like, you're Ryan. You just stand in a doorway, like, holding your shield up. When the truth is, actually, Ryan's, if you're playing him right is a very fun character because you can push. Yes, you have your shield, but you don't have to just like hold the shield up all the time. You can pick your moments to have the shield up. You can pick your moments to have to swing your hammer. And that's the fun of Reinhardt is that he's dynamic. Right. And generally the more dynamic characters where you have to actually make a decision are the ones that are more fun and people don't like the characters. Like some of the shield tanks like Orisa. She just throws a shield down on the ground and then it goes away after a little bit or you get shot and broken. But she can shoot and have a shield. Mm -hmm. Sigma can shoot and have a shield. Um, Whereas Reinhardt has to make a decision. Right. You know. Um, And so anyways, look, the funny thing is everyone just wants to play damage. But the truth is the tanks have always been super beefy and done a lot of damage if you know what you're doing. You can do as much, if not more, damage as the tanks. Well, and that's the thing with, like I said, with D&D, too. It's very much if you... And I don't I hesitate to say optimize your character, because I think it's boring to play that way. You just make the decisions that make sense for the character. But, I mean, you can go you can go nuts with these things. Like, people used to be really down on bards. So that's a boring character. You mm-hmm. don't really do anything. You, you have a lot of shit that you can do, but you can't be good at any one thing. That's completely not true at all. Bards are a blast to play. Do you like bards? I do. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I, I do think it's it's interesting because I I, ne- I never really grew on to Overwatch. It, it just it's too much of a time investment to get. It's definitely not a beginner friendly game. No, you you got to it's it's just it's cuz it's funny cuz it you know, it's got this very cartoony aesthetic. But it's a very difficult game. Um, and you know, it almost, it doesn't like, it doesn't look like it should be as hard as it is just on aesthetics, but it, it really is a difficult game. 
And I wonder if that's another reason maybe they decided to remove one character off each team because, you know, if you ever go, like, watch Overwatch League, there's just, like, all these fucking effects all over the screen. There's shields being put up all over the place. People are shooting all left, right, and center. And you, like, I play the game 24-7, and I'm even like, what in the flying fuck is going on? Right, to so, kind of, let's, let's take it back a notch yeah. and maybe make it a little bit more And And that's clear. another thing, is by removing a tank, you're then removing the potential of there's one less shield that could possibly be on the battlefield, and it's more fun to, at the end of the day, actually be shooting other characters than sure. shooting a giant rectangular sure. shield. For sure. I think it's, it's a... It's a weird thing because it's clearly a very well-made game. Um, it has a very strong following. It's it's just frustrating for someone like me who's a very casual player who, you know, really can't participate in it. They they've made the game in such a way that you are you have to be all in. Well, and what I'm hoping is is when the PVE stuff eventually comes out people who maybe aren't into the Overwatch PvP for whatever reason can say, hey, you know, maybe I could say, hey, I've played this. It's really fun. Trust me, you'll like it. Right. And now you have something that you can do where you're like into the story of the universe. You're into the whatever co-op mode that they put sure. in. But you don't have to do the PvP and that's okay. Yeah, I mean, because that, that that that's more attractive to me because, I mean, certainly... You've said this before, you know, one person can't win an Overwatch match, but one person can lose it. And it sucks to be that person jumping in who clearly has no idea what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, I mean, look, but. people don't mind if someone, I mean, most people, I'm sure there are, there are fucking assholes, but most people don't mind. It's like, hey, so-and-so is new. You got to give them a chance to, like, get their feet wet here. Yeah. Before you start, like, tossing blame around. Screaming at people, right? Um, It's frustrating when someone blatantly throws a game who's been playing for, like, five years, and you're like, what the fuck what is are, that? What are you right. doing? We got to talk about, like, this. We're back on the basics now, <laughs> you know? But that's why, and even, like, someone, like, a character like Mercy that people say is boring... I don't think Mercy's boring. Like, would I want to sit there and play her for three hours? No, but I don't really want to play any character for three hours. Sure. But what I think is satisfying about Mercy is sort of like Power Wash Simulator, where, like, it's satisfying to see something go from dirty to clean. There's for sure. There's a certain level of no, satisfaction. No, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even being and, obnoxious. I completely agree with you. And on Mercy, you know, it's even though, yes, you're mostly just holding down right trigger to heal someone up, it's fun to see people's health go up and it's and to know that you kept their health up or it's fun to have you know there's six people five people in front of you on your team everyone might be getting shot at and it's hey i kept this person alive at the right time or i healed up this person when they were about to die and there's a level of satisfaction to that sort of decision making oh there's mm -hmm. something to be and, said for support classes yeah. for sure and the other fun thing about something like mercy and why she's a great beginner character even though she's can do things at a high level too is you're just sitting there healing and that's all you have to worry about really i mean there's other things but you're really just worried about healing so you can just sit back and watch the game unfold and it's a good beginner character in that way because you can just watch how things happen you can watch how teams engage with each other you can watch where people tend to attack from mm -hmm. or stand at in a certain map 
Whereas when you're playing like soldier, you're so worried. You, If you're like brand new, you might be so worried about just hitting shots on the person in front of you that getting a feel for everything that's happening within the game can be very difficult. Because mm-hmm. you're very hyper-focused on... Right, like what's right thing. in front of you. But talking about clerics before uh, in D&D, in um, uh, Critical Role, their last season, uh, one of their folks did play a cleric, and they would have had several uh, opportunities for uh, TPKs had he not been there to save their fucking asses. Yeah. Like, you need those support characters. They're v- mm-hmm. very important to... Uh, um, could you explain for our listeners what a TPK is? Oh, total party kill. There you go. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> I've heard that, but I didn't know TPK. Yeah, yeah. There were a couple times where it was like, even uh, the DM Mercer, Matt Mercer, who coincidentally does a voice in uh, Overwatch uh, uh, was sweating. It was like, you fuckers are gonna die. This is gonna end our money-making season. Pretty much, yeah! Like, oh fuck, I gotta like conceive of a whole new thing now. Do you ever fall into this trap too where, like, so for example, Matt Mercer voices now Cassidy who was renamed they ended from up changing McCree. The name. Yeah, they changed it from uh, The Douchebag, yeah. Jesse McCree to Cole Cassidy. And because the guy, they had named McCree after an employee that ended up being fired or something. And it's like, I don't care what you name the character, but the problem is, is when you're in the middle of a game and you've been playing a game for like five years. You're still calling him McCree. (laughs) You're still calling him McCree because you're just reacting and that's what you've been calling him for like five five years. (laughs) So it's hard when you're in the middle of a game and you're like, just boom, 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 reacting. Things are going on. You're just trying to get information out as fast as possible. And you never even hear Cassidy because no one ever says Cassidy. So you don't even remember. Like, I don't even remember that his name is Cassidy. <laughs> well, and it's such performative nonsense, right? It's like, just leave the name. Who gives a shit? Yeah. What does it matter? Who gives a crap, man? And like you're saying, nobody calls him that anyway. It's just funny. Yeah, it's just like... It's not even like it's one of those things where it's like it's on purpose. You're just... Which is why it's Bradley Manning. I know who you're talking about. What <laughs> What is her name now? I can't remember. The what? person who leaked documents. Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea Man. Manning. Chelsea Manning. Yes. That's right. That's correct. She. She who leaked I said documents. her. Said the person who leaked documents. Well, that's her first. You're fine. Chelsea. Yeah. Moving on. I never said man. No, you didn't. You're good. No worries. I used, I used a neutral gendered option. There you game. go. You're good. Getting hated on here. That's the whole point of the um, show. I know, I know usually it's aimed this way 99.9% of yeah, the time. Yeah, let's keep it that way. But every <laughs> now and again, you get the sideswipe shots at the two of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just to keep it. Fair. Subtle interference, sure. also known as we're shit fair, on Bob. We're fair and balanced, just like Fox News. Absolutely, we are. Just the same. <laughs> he actually asked me today, he's like, what are you guys going to shit on me for today? And I'm like, we'll find something. Yeah, you just give it time. <laughs> I mean, he did start the episode talking about he can now sit on the toilet. That's true. <laughs> he did start my, that. My favorite thing about the I can now sit on the toilet story is like, you know what I did to start the It wasn't the even a fucking story. It was a statement. I know. <laughs> the, but when he was telling me about it, it's yeah. like, 
It's like, you know what I did to be able to sit on the toilet more comfortably? I started doing less physical activity. <laughs> it was like, oh, <laughs> who could have seen this no, outcome yeah, he's coming? Like, yeah, I didn't. I'm like, yeah, you're rested. With, yeah. But I didn't stop running. <laughs> you ran less. You had been running less. I was running less. But that was just after a race. You were yeah, running less were because running you less. stopped the daily challenge stuff, which was partially running. Well, but he I didn't wasn't... stop. He lost. I did. Oh, you framed this to me like you voluntarily stopped. No, that is not what happened. Oh, you were a failure. I was a failure. So and the it way was... it was framed at first, that he walked it back immediately, mm. was there was a, was it a Thursday or a Friday? I don't remember. I had taken a, a something to help me relax, and I fell asleep <laughs> as soon as it hit, because I'm old and boring, and I just like to sleep. Uh, so when I went to bed. When you get into bed at night, is it not the best? I love lying down, Alex. <laughs> when you finally decide to go to bed, it's like, ah, <sighs> home. Greatest decision of my day. Uh, oh, no, there are days where I just fantasize about, I'm going to go lie in bed tonight. And it's going to be the greatest goddamn thing ever. <laughs> you know, I never actually think about lying down. Like, I'm never like... Oh, we're not going to veer. We're not veering off of you. I never am like... No, we're going to get back to Yeah. So, ne- I'm never like... We know you're psychotic, so that's like the least surprising <laughs> statement ever. So I ended up falling asleep much earlier than I thought I was going to. And he told me he realized at, what, like 1130... And he was not going to be able to get out to do this two miles that he had to do. And I was like, oh, so you're, you're blaming me for this. And he was like, no, 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 no. I'm not blaming you. And I'm like, mm, kind of are. <laughs> like a little, well, we're here. A it was way. my fault. I had a total lapse. I maintained, lapse. like, if I, when she cries, I, I wake up instantly. Yeah, but you had had help. I had had some help, sure. It it, is, it it turned out to be... And I normally don't like to do that if you're going to be out. So, right. so there has to be it's someone It's not your home. fault that I had the mental lapse and didn't do my two miles earlier in the day. It's not the way he framed it at first. I just... But he walked it back instantly. He saw the look in your eyes. Because he saw, yeah, there was a twitch and he was like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Stepping on down. It was never <laughs> meant. <laughs> it was never meant to be blame sounding. It was all my fault. I just, just, it totally goofed. And I knew that's how I would lose. I knew that's how it was going to happen. It was just going to be a dumb. It was funny because he was talking about it like the day before. How somebody had like, oh, they forgot. And there were only like three people left. How could they forget? How could they forget? I can't believe it. And then like the next two days later, he's like, I'm out. Oh, no, yeah. It's always like when you talk the most shit. Oh, yeah, that you're going to eat shit immediately. Yeah, no. So I did enjoy that. It turned out to be a blessing in disguise because I think it's the sit-ups that were fucking me up. Um, but uh, I'm still pissed that I I lost and fucked it up. Hey, I just remembered. I found something out today. So you know how there's two Hooters. There's original Hooters. Yes. That's what's by us. Or mostly by us anyway, I think. Um, and there's Hooters of America. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know this. And they're all Hooters, like, on the sign. Sure. But they're managed by a different holding group or whatever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know this? No, I didn't know this. Um, Do you remember, so uh, do you remember, like, what was it, like, six months ago, maybe, 
there had been that a slight uproar about that new Hooters uniform because like the bottom was like basically a thong. Yes, I do remember that. That was Hooters of America. Okay. That was not original Hooters, okay. which is why we've never seen that outfit. Original Hooters has some class. <laughs> yeah, some small <laughs> monogram. Um, but I also found out, I didn't know this, original Hooters and Hooters of America have different wing sauces. Really? really? Yeah. Hmm. I looked at this. You could see this on their website. If you, it's like all the normal, like the Hooters of America has mostly the normal ones that are at like original Hooters, but they also have other stuff like, for example, spicy garlic. <laughs> and I just wonder how is that spicy garlic? Cause the spicy garlic of Buffalo Wild Wings is real good. <laughs> is there a Hooters of America nearby that we could I don't know. We got to find, we got to find out. We got to do some research. And Cause I, now I'm curious, are they sourcing their chicken from the same place are they following the same recipe or is it different i need to know it would it, we we really should do some investigative I mean, you would imagine journalism. because it is all under the same brand that they would want to try and keep it as close as possible you would think but i'm sure there are subtle differences We'll have to do more research and we'll get back to you, dear listeners. More research. Yeah, we, we need to find out if there's a Hooters of America science. that isn't like 30 miles away or something. For science. I mean, 30 miles isn't that far for science. For food for Bob, that's like nothing. <laughs> I mean. He's not wrong. I, I mean. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. All right. Well, I don't think I really have anything else. What about you two? I'm sure I'll come up with something. Did we talk the about the AO3 stuff a little bit or no? Did oh, I just mention no, that go ahead, beforehand? Go ahead, go ahead. So basically, you're getting, and you've been seeing this a fair amount in just kind of fandom communities a little bit. It's with the younger, with the youngs. They're kind of coming in and being very conservative about things. Very mm. much like, well, why is this not safe for work stuff in my space? And it's like, well, you're, you're, it's not for you. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't be in that space. So you need to, basically what, is happening as you're seeing this little bit of a push toward AO3, uh, Archive of Our Own, is a, an archive for fandom and original works that is just, and it's an archive. You can literally post whatever light, easy reading, whatever the fuck you want to post, or the most depraved, disgusting nonsense you want to post either. Because sure. it's just, it's an archive. And it has a very robust tagging system, so if there's certain shit you don't want to see, you can filter that out. Right. Explicit stuff, underage stuff. If there's anything you don't want to see, you filter it out. And it's a very easy system to use. It's very, very robust, very user-friendly. But there was a uh, election recently. They have a board and anyone who donates money to them can vote in it where a person was trying to get on who was very much wanted to cleanse the archive of these things. And there really isn't anywhere for you to really post this stuff anymore. Not safe for work stuff. You know, with like the live journal purges, fanfiction.net, uh, the great Tumblr porn purge of what was that, 2018, 2019? No, you'd really have to go and find some erotic fiction website type thing and post it there. Archive of your own, and I don't think Twitter. Twitter still lets you put 
like Twitter's, titties and dicks up if okay, memory well, serves. Twitter's interesting because what I noticed they started doing maybe six months ago or so, I don't know. They'll hide stuff. You is they, yes, they hide stuff. And if you're not logged in, you can't even look at it. Yeah. So I think the primary motivator was probably to force people to make accounts. But it is weird that it's like, oh, yeah, you can post whatever. But if it's NSFW, you can't see it unless you're logged in. And that's shitty to me because, like, like, look, let's just say for the sake of argument, you like whatever, some porn star or something, and you go to their Twitter page. You didn't end up there by fucking accident. Right. You knew what you were clicking on. Well, you know? and this, there, therein lies the issue. Because if you aren't logged into AO3, uh, for, you have to email them and ask them to be allowed access. So mm-hmm. I think you have to verify your age and that kind of shit. Um. But if you're not logged in and you click on like a, a explicit fic, it tells you like a screen pops up that you have to click through that says this contains explicit material. If you click proceed, you're acknowledging that and saying that you can read. Obviously, if you're a kid, you're clicking through it anyway. But if you're against that kind of thing, don't click through. Okay, this isn't for me. It's it's just a, it's a matter of you are responsible for curating your online experience is something I firmly believe. Now, is I there agree. instances where something might not be tagged and then you can get a little huffy bicycle about it? Absolutely. That's annoying when there's something in a fic and it's like, well, you probably should have mentioned that that was in there. I didn't necessarily want to see that so or read about that. You should tag that. But so I could filter it out. Well, look, it's kind of like Reddit. I mean, one, you know, if you're on whatever subreddit, right, if they're using tags, you could just filter out any tags about stuff you don't care to see. And but also the reality is, let's say you just go to the all section of Reddit where it's just whatever's been the most upvoted. You start scrolling enough, you're going to see NSFW stuff, right? Because. Some of these porn subreddits are fucking huge. Right. So, you know, they'll get upvoted. Yeah, Whoa. That's what she said. Um, it's just a matter of people worming their way into spaces, like a space created explicitly as an archive for everything. And then yeah. you're coming in and being like, well, this doesn't belong in here. Well, no, that's not. This is what it's for. It was created. I think it was after the big uh, fanfiction.net purge where stuff just, they just got rid of stuff. There was no like, oh, hey, in two weeks we're getting rid of everything. You know, pull it down so you can have a copy of it. No, that shit was just gone. Mm -hmm. So you could have spent years of your life working on this masterwork and okay, it's just gone. Well, and I think you're kind of, what you're kind of talking about is that, you know, there's been a sort of regressive backlash in the country overall yes and it extends out to stuff like this where suddenly it's you know oh well you shouldn't write that sort of thing or it shouldn't be on this website or whatever stuff is starting to get a little puritanical in certain spots yeah you definitely see a lot of that happening and i'm not you know i'm not out here looking only at explicit material sure i mean i do on occasion we all dabble we're adults but it's it's just if you don't want to look at it you don't have to look at it. Yeah. Especially not on this website that has this ex- massive tagging system for this very reason. Well, it's sort of like, I always say like, you know, these people who are like so anti like gay marriage or something, 
does that fucking marriage of that woman and that woman affect your marriage of a man and a woman? Like they have nothing to do with each other. Just leave these people alone. No, it doesn't and make it's any the, sense. And it's the same thing with this where it's like, if you just want to get on there and read some regular Pacific Rim fan fiction, but then there's the NSFW Pacific Rim fan fiction, you don't have to read it. Right. I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of tags on there about like, you know, uh, whatever whatever's going on in it the tags are going to be there the tag like as i said the tagging system is very robust I pretty guess, much anything you can think of there a is a tag for it i guess the 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 question that's out there then is how, what how do you work through it as a matter of parental controls parents should watch what their children do on the internet the internet's so pervasive right now, there's no way you can do that. Even if you have the best intentions, like I could set up, you know, I have that, that DNS server that I set up, you know, I could block all sorts of stuff, right? You can't Uh, block everything, but you can't block everything. So it's, it's, you know, it's a funny problem because on one end, like I understand that perspective. Think about, the the example that was coming through my head was, well, what if, you know, 14-year-old Isabella, um, we find out she's on foxnews.com all day, every day when she's at school. Like, uh, I would not be okay with that. Oh, no. I, I would rather her be reading the explicit fan fiction than being on Fox News. Right. Why As you... I was when I was a 14-year-old. Why couldn't you have just liked big cocks like a normal <laughs> teenager? What the fuck? <laughs> you could have been reading supernatural fan fiction. Tucker Carlson, really? You're breaking my heart. No, but I know what you're saying, but I think that's where it's like, yes, you're... If you're a parent, one, you just have to accept, unless you're going to try to just block a shitload of stuff, mm-hmm. however you're going to do it, whether it's a program or a DNS or whatever, um, one, you just have to accept your kids are going to see some shit. Oh, yeah. And two, when they see it, hopefully you've cultivated a relationship with them where they're going to say, hey, you know, I saw so-and-so, this is weird. Or I don't know how to feel about there this or whatever. There should be open whatever. lines of communication where they would feel... Com- I mean, I and, don't know. I don't really have that. But we are comfortable enough to bring something right. up and it, you can have a conversation. Hey, I saw with this either and parent. I don't un- understand it. Or, hey, I saw you were on Fox News and I here's, I, here's why I don't think you should read that website. You know, mm-hmm. like that's the... Because the reality is they're going to see shit. No matter oh, what yeah. you do. Like when I was like whatever, however old... And I first got a 56K modem and you're on like AOL or something, right? There was no way you were going to keep me from looking at stuff on there. No fucking way. Nope. Nope. So it's like you can't win that battle. No, you can't. It's It's how you approach it. It it is. But it's, it's the same argument. It's the same. It's fundamentally the same argument as the people who, you know, uh, oppose abortion. Where there are better solutions to the problem than um, the one they're going for. But, you know, the scorched earth, get rid of everything. Right. Um, And so, like, I agree. Like, this is completely asinine. Like, the 
you know, how about the party of personal responsibility take some personal responsibility? Well, and that's what it all is to me, right? It's like I like a while ago on Twitter, I went in and I was just like, I'm just following the fan artists that I like anymore. I don't want to see any political bullshit. Mm-hmm. The wrestling stuff, I don't care anymore. I'm just here for the fan artists. That's all I give a shit about. So I went through, and I curated my online experience. Yep. Now, Twitter is sucks because it's like, oh, well, so-and-so liked this. This is a suggestion for you. I don't want any of this garbage. I just want the shit that I followed. Which is why Tumblr is nice, because it is just, this is the shit that you follow. There's no other bullshit in there at all. And probably also why Tumblr doesn't get the traffic of a Twitter or a Facebook. Oh no, or whatever, absolutely. Because they're not driving engagement as right. hard. And there's no there's not an algorithm that's like Here's what you're addicted to. Let me get you more addicted. Right. Well there's been people too have been saying like, ooh, the AO three algorithm, this fic I posted, like it didn't get any it's like there isn't an algorithm. It's an archive. Like yeah. if you're posting something at three o'clock in the morning, people aren't gonna see it. You gotta know when you're posting stuff. Yeah. Stuff doesn't get pushed by, like, the likes or anything. Or you have to kind of promote it yourself, too. I've got stuff on there. Nobody fucking reads. I don't care. What's your username? I'm not telling you that. Mm. See, that's why you can't drive engagement. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything explicit up there. That I've written. My bookmarks. Woo! Spicy. Mm. Though they do have a thing. Uh, it's private bookmarks. Or if you don't want people to see the smut and horrific things that you have bookmarked, it's private. Do you have anything bookmarked that's about a lunatic running 24-7? Is that any of your smut? That's my life, so I don't need to. Oh, I see. I, I don't I choose see. to read about that. Okay. You know. You've got enough already. I've that that enough need already is else. fulfilled. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I feel like they're talking about me. We definitely are. Like a thousand okay. percent. Okay. Hey, you know, off topic, but since you mentioned wrestling, I have heard not that I, not that I, not that I. Um, oh, there's that little opening. Yeah. There's the hole. Let's this go. Big. We're gonna. Not that I um have watched, but I have heard WWE has been dramatically better since Triple H took over. Because of course it would be. <laughs> there was no way it wasn't going to be. Now is that long run sustainable? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But that's one of the... It, to go back to Westworld, I've been burned entirely too much by WWE. I'm good. I'm glad they're doing better. I'm glad the product is better. I'm just not interested anymore. Oh, I mean, yeah, there's not enough... The, the, the thing is, really, is there just isn't enough time in the day. No. Like, there's so much content now. Like, when we were growing up... All there fucking was to do, which was watch wrestling on a Monday night. That was it. Yep. It was like either right. that or I guess you're going to like play some video games. Right. That was pretty much it. But now there's like a trillion things. There's so much shit vying for your time. It's insane. So really, we just kind of, and I'm not like an AO3, like AO3, wow, AEW, like, you know, militant fan or whatever, but they've just been, and I don't watch that on a weekly basis and I've either. Heard, and I, yeah. And I've heard that's kind of just been okay. You know, like nothing special lately. It didn't so, and, and every, back, and, yeah, and everything. And I think that's part of it, right? Is you theoretically have a lot of people starting to come back soon. Like Danielson will probably be back soon. Omega should be back anytime now. I mean, you know, then you get a few more big stars going. And then you get the, the you get fires the right, going again. You get the again right storyline yeah. going. All of a sudden you're cooking. So, but yeah. So, but yeah. So, but yeah. So, but yeah. Hey, I have a topic. Uh-oh. 
Is it your crappy alcoholic beer? Non-alcoholic beer? No, but are you sober curious? Is that a thing? Yes. That's terrible. <laughs> so what what did drive you to drink this non-alcoholic beer? Just curiosity. Just to see how it tasted. Yeah, I mean, it's how, brewed how, for athletes, Alex. Athletic Brewing Company. I mean, I wasn't going to say the name because we've been shitting all over it, so. Oh, bleep that out. Um, <laughs> uh, Staining. I mean, I, uh, you're it, recommending this podcast to your running friends now. I mean, listen, here's what I'll say. I, <laughs> I think it's, I think it tastes fine. Um, I, I think part of the allure of the non-alcoholic beer is that, um, if you're somewhere where people are drinking and you really don't want to drink, you could have a non-alcoholic beer. So you feel like you're fitting in. But then they make sure to put non-alcoholic brew. In like giant letters. Yeah, very clear at the top. So then everyone just thinks you're an alcoholic. Yeah, right. So <laughs> it's like... Ice Bob drinking non-alcoholic I beer. I mean, I guess you could pour it into a glass, but who has a glass? Um, I, I'd say get a koozie, but then you'd still see non-alcoholic I, it's a, Yeah, it's top. above the koozie right. line. I, okay, Athletic Brewing Company. We got... The killer idea of you gotta get non-alcoholic brew below the koozie line. I often wondered about what you just said, which is like in pre-COVID land, back when I would go places and like hang out with my friends, and like everyone else would order alcohol and I would order like a coke, and I would wonder, I wonder if people think I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Honestly, know? nobody thinks about it. No, I actually I'll tell you a horrible first date story, first and only date before I met Bob. I met this gentleman at uh, uh, a uh, venue. Oh, he was the one who propelled you into this wonderful decision? <laughs> I don't know that he was the one right before, Bob. Um, but uh, uh, he was like, I had wanted to go to like dinner or something so he could actually sit and talk to the person. He was like, oh, no, let's go see a show, like a concert. And I'm like, I really don't like seeing concerts of bands I don't know because it usually turns out to be shitty. But you know what? Fine. I don't care. Whatever. Sure. So we get there, uh, and I order a drink or whatever, like PBR, because I'm poor at the time. And um, he doesn't order, he orders like a Coke or something. Doesn't even cross my mind. I don't give a shit, whatever. Evening is going on, and uh, finally he, he asks me, he's like, oh, why haven't you asked me why I'm not drinking? And I'm like, because it's none of my fucking business. And he was like, oh, no, it's just weird that you haven't asked. And he kept like pushing. I was like, okay, why aren't you drinking? He's like, well, it's kind of personal. <laughs> I was like, looked at him, and he'd earlier offered to buy me a, a beer, and I was like, nah, you know, I'll pay for myself. That's okay. I looked down, and I found the most expensive beer on the menu, and I'm like, actually, you can buy me like a delirium or whatever the fuck, because I'm like, yeah, this this is not. And then I uh, drove him to the L, and he leaned in, and I was like, no, yeah, that's not gonna happen, buddy. Get out of my car, please. Forget you have my number. Bye bye. Later. That is hilarious. It is. It's pretty good. Why don't you ask me about this? You should ask me. Well, it's kind of personal. Alex, the, I was so taken aback. I was just like, oh, so you're an idiot. Okay. I remember going into the bathroom and texting Sheila about it, like, as it was happening. Just <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why is everyone terrible? Like, clearly, because he needed me to drive him somewhere, he had a DUI and didn't have, like, his license and couldn't drive or some shit. But I, I, who gives a shit? I don't care. I don't know you. That's none of my business. 
Hey, Bob, before we did our usual thing on this podcast and derailed you, what were you going to talk about? Um, you sure you don't want to talk more about the sober curious movement? Of which, which is an actual I just want to know, okay, okay, so to me, you're drinking a non-alcoholic beer because you like the taste of beer, but you don't want the after effect or whatever, yes. right? In my mind, that's what you're looking for. So does that taste better than, say, like a Coke? Like a soda you like or something? No. Then why drink it? Well, now he's, he bought it. So right, so he, you got to just get through it. No, I, I understand yeah, I, that. I've only got a few left. Like, he uh, saw it on vacation, hadn't seen it before, but and he was people, like, oh, let me pick it but up. But if people in general, I'm talking about not necessarily you, but like in general, if someone's drinking a non-alcoholic drink, they must like it better than just, say, a soda or something. Or water. I think some of it is the the I don't want to seem out of place. Yeah, I think that's a lot of it. Some of it might be you do miss the taste of it, even though most beer is not very good. I yeah, I don't know. I've never like. I think there are good tasting beers, but the just beer in general, like I don't find particularly. Um, tasty. I, like, I yeah, agree. You know, I would. I would just. That's why I'm not an alcoholic. Yeah. There's a few. Like, I do like this one. I'm drinking Summerlee from Pollyanna Brewing, which is a local guy. This, I legitimately do think this is tasty because it's a wheat ale with raspberry. You can actually taste the raspberries. Yeah. A lot of these fruit beers, they'll be like, oh, there's hibiscus in there. And you're like, no, there isn't. No, yeah. It just like, tastes like a shitty beer. Like, if beer tasted like Coke or something, I would have probably been in rehab by now. I mean... <laughs> yeah. My pro- my thing, and this is like good for me, I guess, is I just never liked the taste of any beers. I mean, yeah. I thought like, I've always said like, I like Corona when it's like ice cold. When oh, it's yeah. ice cold, Corona's good. The moment it warms up at all. Oh, it's disgusting. Piss water. That's yeah. why you need the seven ounce nips. Because you finish them before they can warm up. <laughs> when you're holding it right and it's getting all warm in your hand. Yeah. Right. You There's, have no a avoiding. There's no yeah. avoiding it. I, yeah. I don't know. I. You know, it's just, it's kind of one of those, like, in, and I've, I've kind of just stopped, for the most part, drinking. We don't drink as, nearly as much as we used to. No. And yeah, I, me too. It's something, you, um. Well, a lot of it is yeah. for me now, if I do drink. I mean, I can have, like, a beer. I've been chugging water as I've been drinking it. I, I can have a beer and feel like absolute dog shit the next yeah. day. That is a thing that has happened to me. Mm-hmm. It was very yeah. upsetting. Well, and and I lo- and I just kind of you know just kind of from a higher level looking at it, it's like I I don't see it. I don't see alcohol adding any value to my life at this point in time. Kind of like season four of Westworld. Yes. Look at you bringing it all around. I, I, it, Another but, loop. But just seriously, like <laughs> I I really don't. It's like I. I, I the only times I drink anymore are because I'm in a social situation where I feel like if I'm not if I don't have a drink I'm or if you're sitting with a friend you'll have a beer or whatever or whiskey or something you don't do it a lot no but I don't even really want you know when I drink when somebody dies that's when yeah, I that's, drink well that's a pleasant memory <laughs> I will I mean, have like a that's cocktail certainly one way to make yourself not drink there you go I have a cocktail when we go to dinner you know I'm going out tomorrow I'll probably have a cocktail. But it's not something that I do with nearly as much. What was the... Uh, see, I don't know anything about drinking. I thought I heard it's something like whiskey and ice. You don't have hangovers or something like that. Oh, there are so many like 
ways to drink tricks yeah to not get hangover but really what it comes down to is your body chemistry and how your body processes it like there are beers that i can drink that i'm fine i i they barely they don't even touch me but Coors light is piss water um then there are like if i have a, a heineken I'll have one Heineken and I will feel like ass and I will feel like ass like two hours later and into the next day. It it just depends on what your body does. I had Heineken one time. I thought it was fucking disgusting. I will tell you Heineken over here is disgusting. I did when I was working still got to go to Amsterdam and we went to the brewery. It is like the nectar of the gods from well, there. That's like everything's always better in Europe. You yeah. notice yeah. that? Like every, yeah. every story you hear is like, oh, yeah, McDonald's in Europe is incredible, <laughs> you know? Because at first I was like, oh, I don't know, Heineken's piss water. I don't, and we went and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> They're hiding all the good Heineken over here. <laughs> but, yeah, no, so I, I don't know. I've Honestly, I've been trying to uh, kind of to phase it out of my life in general because it really doesn't. It didn't do anything for me. Well, if you're hungover, it's harder to run. Uh, I well, mean, you're hungover. I know you're kind of joking, but no, I'm that's being genuine. Serious. It's genuine when you're hungover, serious. and it's it's harder to parent because it's just like yeah. you've got yeah. the herd that you got to worry about, and it's like got to be on. So yeah, like the the half hour of being a, a little tipsy that's fun is just not worth. You know, well, and these the days, depending on what I have, it can be like, like we went out for my birthday on a Friday. I felt like shit on Saturday. I felt like shit on Sunday, and I was starting to feel a little better on Monday. It's like a yeah. multi-day affair, and it's just not worth it anymore. What age do you think your child has to get to before you feel like you don't have to be on all the time? Like, at what point do you think she'll she not be trying to actively kill herself all the time? I think like six like five six in there maybe yeah it's and kids i'm just thinking because they're about still kind like just kids we know kids but they're know. still always kind of in the back of your head the intrusive thoughts just the going through the day <laughs> that just you know this the 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 the, the broken brainness of it all i think once you get to the point where your kid's at school and they're going to school all day and they come That's home true. you know okay they managed to survive Granted, supervised, but they right. managed to survive without me all day. Right. I'm sure that's... In theory, they should be. Okay. I'm sure I don't have to keep my eyes peeled on them all the time. And I mean, we'll be real. We're not watching her. I mean, we still do watch her like a hawk, but I'll set her in front of the TV when I get dinner going. Just so she's not, you know, amongst the flames and the knives that she can now reach off of the goddamn countertop. Mm-hmm. But you still got it like every five minutes... You're still yeah. sitting down watching TV. We're not like you haven't like jumped up on the couch, and now you're trying to like yeah. walk off the side. Or right, something. exactly. And we just have one. People have yeah. multiple. Dude, I was at the park earlier with our neighbors. They have two little boys, and she was like, "Oh, I got to take the one to the bathroom. Would you mind watching the younger one?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." The instant she walked away, I was like, "You're an idiot. Why did you agree to do this?" <laughs> and I had them on a little spinny thing, and I was able to keep it going so they couldn't get off. But I, there were other kids coming on. I'm like, I'm not stopping this fucking thing for anything. So you just got to jump on because we're not stopping because Izzy's going to bolt that way. The other one's going to bolt this way. And I'm not going to be able to deal with that shit because they're both little, but they're both fast. So yeah, we're spinning. Where's motherfucks. the leash? Right. Yeah. She walks away and I was like, you stupid bitch. Why did you say okay? 
I thought about um well you when you guys I was out here watering your um garden the past week and one of the days I was standing there and I was thinking to myself you know if she would have asked me to watch Bob or to check in on Bob the dog I probably would have said no this time and I'll tell you why because you always keep telling me how Bob the dog's getting older and everything and the sheer terror in my heart would be that I come here one of these days. He's dead. Bob the dog is dead. <laughs> and now you're going to hate me forever. Okay. Every time I watch uh, my parents' dog, that is the, 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 yeah, I have that same, because if something happens to that dog, I'm out of the will. That's it. I'm done. My father will come over to see his grandkid. And I will not be. I I don't exist anymore. If and you need to stay to in dog. the will because that's how you get away from him. Wow. I do have one last topic. Yeah. Well, I don't think we ever actually got to your topic because no. you kept talking about non-alcoholic beer, <laughs> <laughs> amongst other things. Um. So, uh, do the Cubs get Theo Epstein? Do all the organizational change, win the World Series in 2016, if the stands weren't so empty in the years preceding getting Theo? I mean, I don't follow the Cubs, really, so I don't even remember what this, anything going that's, on around that's the team That's an was. question. See, because, well, mm. and that's fair, because I, I, here's my thought, and I, and I should bring this up with your dad, but... Um, so the reason, so I remember when I first moved to Chicago, like I could walk up to Wrigley day of game, get good tickets mm-hmm. for like 40 bucks a seat. Now, like f- forget that. That's not happening. Can you even get in the stadium for $40? <laughs> no, probably not. What are like the upper bleachers? I don't even know. I have probably actually, like a hundred. I haven't right? been to a game in a while because yeah. my dad is the only one that I would go with, and he's like he doesn't want to go through the hassle of getting I, into the. City. I know, like even four or five years ago, like third three hundred level Blackhawks tickets were like a hundred dollars. Yeah, and now I, the Blackhawks is when they were like you know really good. Right. Yeah, but still. So the reason I asked this is I was having a conversation. With I will say I'm sure it factored in a bit. I yeah because. I was having a conversation with someone and we were just talking about sports in general. And, um, and I, I said something along the, the lines of like, you know, if, if you really, if you really want your team, like if you care about your team, you want them to win, you should care about the ownership. Um, and this, oh, I get it. All started with like I said, oh, I don't care. Like I am not a fanatic of any team. Um, I I will just I'll watch. You know, I, I generally want to watch good baseball, but I just like watching baseball. I don't care who's playing. I don't have like a diehard fan like team. And this person kind of jokingly came at me with, oh well, you clearly you know you you will never get the satisfaction that I'll get when my team finally wins because I've been following them forever. I've been suffering. Yeah. And um and, and it, it was in jest, but I kind of I was like, okay, I 
would actually like to have a conversation about this with someone who is of that mindset. And because in my mind, if you really want your team to win, you have to you pay attention to ownership and to doing stupid ass shit. You should stop spending money. You should stop watching the games to make the point that they need to try. Yeah. You know, and because in be, living in the Chicagoland area and watching Bears fans, which is the most hysterical thing in the world, um, you know, it's like the McCaskies have been dicking around for 30 years. They had a couple of seasons in the 2000s where they kind of got, they stumbled into a good situation. But, you know, they couldn't make it last and they clearly don't know what the fuck they're doing and they're not trying very hard. You shouldn't be spending your money on that if you want them to actually ever win, if yeah. you care about that. No, yeah, that's the only way to get to them. Because they don't give a shit about, like, complain about Twitter or something. No, you have as to long hurt as them you're, in the pocketbook. Yeah, you're there and they're selling out and they're making money. No, that was like, do you remember how bad the Detroit Lions have been, really, overall, for like a fucking 20-year period or something? As long and, as I've been. And, and how long, like, they're... It really took unbelievably long until people stopped going to those games. Yeah. And it should really be like, to me, I lose interest after like two or three really bad seasons. Well, that's the thing. thing. Like, admittedly, winning is hard. There are, you know, in each of the major leagues, there's like, what, around 30 teams. You know, you it's hard to win, even if you do everything right. It's hard to win. If you're in a major market with money behind you, though, you should at least be competitive. If you have motivation to do it. Which is fair. It's hard to win, but is it hard to, like, not be a total clown show? I don't think it's, I don't think it's terribly hard to be competitive and, and to put on a good show. Which is what people want. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think if you're in a major market, it shouldn't be hard to be competitive. No, you. you I the mean, Bears have been a fucking. I, mean, I don't follow it I, very closely, but a fucking joke for as long as I can remember. I mean, yeah. like your dad has always said, you're like a major market team. Like you should have one or two bad seasons out of ten, max. Um, the rest of them should be competitive, uh, and and I agree with that. So where I'm going with this is, you know, I started having this conversation, and it it took a an interesting turn because I was I was just trying to have like a conversation like to understand their point of view more and I explained my point of view and I got this reply that made it very clear like we're this makes me uncomfortable I don't want to talk about it and I said okay yeah no you know uh, 100% we disagree we look at sports different and that's the end of the conversation um but it, it, it made it was so interesting to me to get that reply. And I've seen this before with sports in general. People don't want to like dissect their love of sports. And and you well, know, they just want to love it. If I start to think about team, then there may be reasons not to like team. Right. There may be problematic people on team. And then thing that I've built my entire personality and life around I got to start to think about it a little bit and I don't want that. Well, in, in team sports and that mentality or being a fan of a team, 
that's the same that's the problem now we have in politics is that exactly you've had this infiltration of the team mindset and your Mm -hmm. team can do no wrong right your team might make mistakes your team might fuck some stuff up but they're still your team Mm -hmm. and you're sticking with them no matter what yeah it's 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 a fascinating situation to me because i don't i don't necessarily want you know people to do anything that they're they really don't want to do. Well, if you don't want to talk about something, you can want to and talk you want about to talk something. about it. You know, and you're an adult. You, you walk away. And honestly, where I'm at now is just like I know that literally everything I consume in some way, shape, or form is problematic. Mm-hmm. I have accepted this, and it's fine. Unless it's something that I it's a, a bridge too far, and I just can't, then I'll stop paying attention to it, or I'll dump it but, but i'm not even talking about the fact i know you're, you know that, that's that not what you're, you're they you're were just a, did not want to examine team at all no it's just like no that's my team and this is and know, i will say i will hear nothing against them and sir. you know and that, it wasn't even like the team that i'm thinking of um i like there's not even any scandal that i'm aware of to go with it it's just give it time i'm sure there is right but it's just you know no they just they never can seem to win. They never they never put it away. Or they've had some good seasons, but by and large, they're generally a bad team. It's it's fascinating to me how people glom onto stuff and like defend it to tooth. It, and, and, and the funny thing about that though is one of my like again we all know Erica likes The Witcher. One of my favorite things to do. Really? Is shit on The Witcher television show? Because <laughs> let's be real, there's parts of it. Aren't that great? I still like it, but I like to. Yeah, where was all the nudity in season two? Fuck. It was much less sexy. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. There was a giant orgy in season one. I know. We need that again. Let's go. And horses. Whoa. Horse orgies or just orgies? Uh... Period. (laughs) Separate thought and horses. Not horse orgies, but perhaps sex on horses. Oh, 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 you're referring to unicorn sex. Not, oh, it was unicorn. It was a unicorn. Oh, yes. Unicorn sex. Because, see, I thought we were getting into some different stuff. No, no, no. And maybe you had been drawing some things for Bob that we don't want the public to see. No. Okay. Oh, that, was, that, that was a turn there. That's what you said. No. That's what she took from it. <laughs> the, very, the very fact that the, uni- the stuffed unicorn sex has been mentioned and not shown is a fucking travesty. <laughs> Alex, when I saw that unicorn in the game, I was like, oh, it's the unicorn. And then not 10 minutes later, in the middle of a funeral, no less, mm-hmm. we were fucking on that unicorn. That's right. And it was beautiful. <laughs> it was a beautiful thing. You know, this one comes in and he, like, I forget one of the many women that Geralt fucks during that game. Bob walks in. He's like, you know, people can see this from outside. And I was like, don't let care. A, let him look. This is a beautiful thing that's happening. You know, I was thinking earlier when Bob was talking about how much he hates that non-alcoholic beer. Wouldn't it be funny if I was like a pro audio engineer and I went back and took like when he was angrily yelling at me about Westworld. Because <laughs> you, you got hot. You're getting if, hot. If, if, if I took some words from that, spliced it in and suddenly he was talking about how much of a massive pile of shit that non-alcoholic beer was. And he would never know because he's not going to go back and listen. So he would just never know that I changed what he said. 
It would just be for me. Do you not go back and listen? <laughs> I do sometimes. You don't have to lie. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I do sometimes. I it's I usually don't, but I do sometimes listen. It's a 10% spot check. Because I don't have time to listen to all of them again. Mm. But I need to do it time to time so that he thinks that I'm doing it. Or he doesn't know when I'm going to listen. I already know you don't listen. <laughs> I just said I know you don't listen. Yeah, qu- yeah quality assurance quality on this assurance. fucking show. Okay. Oh, well, if you're not happy with it, you're welcome to edit the episodes. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. All right. Yes. More stuffed unicorn sex. That's what I'm going to leave you folks with. Yeah. And hopefully... Bob finds some normal porn and gets off the horse porn. <laughs> Come on, it, did it not sound like... He there, said there he, was, he was talking about... Yes, he wanted the right. horse in the orgy. <laughs> right, that is... Like, that's not just me making a leap. That's no, what that's that sounded what he said. like. Yeah, and he didn't get off it very quickly either. Just like it would be hard to get off that horse. <laughs> it's a very what's, horse. What's harder to um, get down off of? Uh, horses or trees? Which tree are we talking about? <laughs> You know which tree. Yeah. Well, hopefully. the kind of tree that might hold back. <laughs> now I'm lost. I thought I knew where we were, but I'm lost now. Now I'm yeah. lost. I just hope that. I'm drowning. The, Alex. I just hope on the way to climbing that tree, <laughs> she yells out, "Hug me, hold me tight." This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs> <laughs>